Feel better, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen up, scoot close to your host with the most. Chris Smith, as he boasts, we toast as we roast. Any little problem, and we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? Adney, your baby's dad, and he spitting comedy magically. School and I got a book, wanna be, you're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy. Steve B with the chemistry, dropping recipes and melodies, restlessly, especially using dark humor as his weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily, alcohol, a cast. Is the remedy alcohol a cast? Is the remedy alcohol a cast? Is the remedy alcohol a cast? Is the remedy the remedy? Just so everyone knows, that's how Chance greets you. Chance the rapper, that's how he greets you. He's like, it's so funny because on his the one of the new tracks that he made or whatever, he did that and he's like, ah, 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 to my real fans. And it like it's just a shout out for all us, all us diehard chess rappers fans. But anyways, welcome. This is the Alcoholic Cast. We are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To my right, I got. I'm Adney. And to my left, uh, Stevie August Borghese. Bunch of faggots. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love using that word. Said the audience about them. You're yeah, not allowed to use the word faggot, Chris. You faggot. I love using <laughs> PC police can come over. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> you hear that? That's 2016 coming to take you away. <laughs> oh my god. What? what? Oh, this podcast I do that in a bar. started off of the rails. <laughs> That's a great thing. Horrible start. I hope everyone loved our segment. Rate and review us too. Oh, because of that way, segment, you should rate and review us. By you the way, always rate and review us. We have like what? 20? 22 hey, that's not five bad. stars as bullshit. <laughs> Don't forget we to do subscribe. We do not only have 22 listeners. Okay? This is true. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe, Y'all are rate, slacking. and review. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. Please, we've been waiting. You guys are fucking slacking like a motherfucker. Which is why I don't have any shout-outs ever, because y'all ain't rating it for you. Yeah, how am I supposed to even put, like, how are we supposed to put new material out if you guys just aren't throwing am I supposed it to back? Help you guys, how am I supposed to help you guys get laid? If you're not throwing it back our way, some fucking bullshit. So we have 27 followers on SoundCloud. That's just SoundCloud, though. Which is not bad, because no one even knows what SoundCloud is. So that's good. <laughs> That's good. One last thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> One last thing. But, uh, yeah, um, Chris, you got a shout-out this week, no? I was looking. I was trying. I just got a follower. We got a follower, and I was trying to look him up so I could give him a shout-out, and I was looking through the SoundCloud app right now, and I can't fucking find his. You do give most of your shout-outs to SoundCloud followers, which is pretty sweet. So that's like, those are diehard, because you're not, you don't have an outlet. You don't, you don't have... You don't even have a phone, I believe. <laughs> like, you're just, you go to SoundCloud because, oh, by the way, if you have an Android, if you're listening to this and, if you're listening to this and you have an Android, then you obviously know how to find our podcast. But if you're not listening to this and you know people that want to listen, it's Double Pod. Double Podcast. It's a free podcast on the Android uh, app system. Oh, That's that. what you need to go to. Double Podcast. Uh, it's free and it's just like it so. Looks, it's a free app that the, lets you listen to podcasts yes. through the Android network. <laughs> it's yeah. through the Android network, and the podcast looks exactly. Li- it's exactly like ours, but we have for free on, that comes with the iPhone, except it is a little bit darker. It's like more of a maroon color instead of a purple. Yeah, like so, like you know, for the people who aren't broke, we're not, <laughs> not going to get this. But yeah, you know. yeah people who aren't broke got the iPhone. It's all about that blue bubble. If you have a green bubble, then you shouldn't even be listening. We don't want. Our material isn't supposed to be heard by poor ears. Like, that's not what we want. 
Andrea Williams. Shout out to you. Andrea Williams? Sounds hot. Don't know who she is. <laughs> There's no like photo or anything. Shit. She's just a SoundCloud follower. So got to give a shout out to our SoundCloud followers. Because some of them are finding us through SoundCloud. It's not like through the podcast app and then they listen to it like on SoundCloud. Like they find it through their vein of searching on SoundCloud. And I don't yeah. know how... That we get into yeah, that yeah. fucking conversation. I don't know how SoundCloud happens. works. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, it depends on like what they like and whatnot. I don't know. There's always an algorithm. Well, apparently they like Dot Talk. <laughs> What's funny is they're going to fucking, I guarantee, like, it's going to be someone that's on either my Facebook, any Facebook, or yours. Maybe. I don't and know. Like, I don't know anyone named Andrea. Shit. Me neither. Andrea Williams. I, I, dude, I have like so many it. random people on my fucking. Yeah, because you're super popular and stuff. No, I'm not super cool. popular. I'm just a creep, so I used to add everybody. <laughs> like, I, I hadn't had a Facebook for three years, and then I reopened it. I have like 1,600 friends, but that's because I used to just add chicks all the time and be like, yeah. Hey, I'm look at this name. Here, pronounce this one. This is your shout out, Adney. <laughs> Laurent Deschiano. Boom, French. That was great. That was great. That was way better than I was <laughs> Chris would have fucking butchered it. it. What if it's not even French and I just did the... She's like, she's like from the South and shit. But she'd be Cajun and it would still work. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah you there you go. There you go. I'm Creole. I'm Creole, man. It's, it's Laurent Descano, dick. <laughs> and he fucking rolls yeah, it off the tongue. Laurent Descano. Descano. Uh, I don't know. That's fucking cool. That's fucking name. Is. <laughs> Shout out to whoever you are. Shout out to that name. We definitely don't know them, and they liked our sound from SoundCloud. Laurent, I'm gonna assume it's a guy because there yeah, was a boxer cool. named Laurent Duthal from uh, France. Oh yeah, it's the boxer for sure. <laughs> I didn't say it was. I said I'm gonna no, assume no. it is because this person shares the name okay. with a famous. <laughs> <laughs> I French do, middleweight who got knocked out by Jake Lamada. I do put boxing under my my tagline, so if, even if he is dead, he could be listening. Because you said by Jake Lamada, that means that's oh, old and guy's Scott old. Polk, 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 Scott Polk. He liked a lot of okay, our sounds. Let actually. us just say if we butcher your names on there. Oh, Monica is a good. She listens to the SoundCloud as well. She's oh, a, yeah, she's Monica, a good friend of mine. Monica. She looks good too on she, the SoundCloud short, picture. Adorable girl. Oh. She can get it. You, you met her. You that met was her. super specific. Thank I'll show you. you a picture of her later. She's, she's a good friend of mine. She's fucking adorable. Old friend. She used to, ta- Ooh, she used to she date Christian get. back in the day. Oh, she could not get it. Never mind. Take <laughs> it away. Know, I think I like, talked to him whenever. <laughs> Damn. But, um, but yeah, definitely shout out to the, the SoundCloud listeners. For sure. Uh, what You got a, you got one, Eddie? He did. He did. Go ahead. I just Yeah. yeah what are you talking about? Why well, you got to put him on yeah, the spot like wrong. that? God, you're such a dick. Who's yours? <laughs> Who's yours, huh, guy? My, uh, I want to make sure you guys are all yours because I got a finale because yeah. I need to be the finale. So, so fucking cool. I think that's just how like the, the introduction goes with the shout-outs, right? It's, it's counterclockwise, Addy. It's not like I'm over here. This is That would be counter. It's counterclockwise. That's what I just said. It's counterclockwise, Addy. You just said clockwise. Rewind it. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that in the pot. I'm keeping it in. <laughs> Because I said counterclockwise. You just said clockwise. Nope. I said counterclockwise. Wow, just so in a week, you'll be able to be like, oh, told you so, bro. <laughs> I'm going to send it to him in the Google Drive, just the clip. <laughs> Faggot. <laughs> okay, my oh, shout-out is my, uh, my hairstylist who I've been going to for a while. Oh, my Autumn. God. No, she cut my hair today, okay? Not only does it look fucking awesome. Fucking it looks okay. It's fucking legit. You, the guy with no hair says my... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, it's because when I... When I came in today, she goes, listen, I have an Android. I've been trying to find your fucking podcast. I wanted to listen in, um, but I have no way to do it. So I downloaded it for her, and she goes, I'm going to listen tonight. And I was like, and I wrote God, I it's like, not that hard. You don't need the podcast app. You need SoundCloud. That's all you need, and you can find it. It's just as yeah, easy but, with SoundCloud. Okay. It really is. Like, 
Yeah, they, but if you want to download people, another app, people sure. don't know, you know, but people don't know what SoundCloud. Is. A lot of people don't, because I didn't until you told me what know SoundCloud. What SoundCloud is. I didn't know that until the you podcast app me. for the Android uh, system is easier than going to fucking SoundCloud. Is it? I imagine. Because <laughs> <laughs> Addy doesn't do both. <laughs> Addy doesn't do both because he doesn't know. Because I have a blue bubble. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to her because she was like, "No, I'm gonna. I want to listen in. Uh, download it on my phone." So I was like, "Sweet." So I downloaded it for her. She's gonna check so it shout out. Shout out to me. Autumn. Yeah, four years my hairstyle. She's seen me Damn. go through marriage or breakup, marriage, divorce. <laughs> I went to Portland, but I was going to her before I went to Portland. Oh, wow. Still after Portland, and uh, so it's been like five years, maybe something like that. But uh, Jeez, dude, she's been with to me. Her, okay, loser. just so yeah, you know, Jesus. she's been with God, me through four hairstyles. That's how long I've known her. Four hairstyles she's been with me through. I haven't even had four hairstyles in my life. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> So I just <laughs> I go to a barber. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the barber's tight, you know. He treats my beard nice, and he just scalps okay, me. Okay, the place that I go to, not only did they feature me in their own fucking book for their like took my pictures. Oh my I was God. waiting for him. Feature to bring me up. as, but also it's a bunch of fucking good looking chicks with tattoos, covered in tattoos. All That's of them. tight. Is that that uh? Outsiders that the studio. Yeah, outsiders. They're all like good looking. They're sweet. You can have beer there. They wash your hair, homeboy. Do these barbers Relatively wash your hair? Relatively good looking. Do these barbers wash your hair? <laughs> Do these barbers wash your hair? Why would you wash a bald oh. man's head? The fuck are you talking that was about? Valid fucking point. <laughs> Massage the bald man's head, okay? No, why would, that's weird. If why it's would a, they, what? a female, if a female said I want to massage your bald head, what would you uh, say? I'd be like, no, massage my beard, bitch. Duh. <laughs> what the fuck? Massage my what? Okay. There's no hair to run it through. It doesn't feel good. It, but it's still, fucking weird. The fact that they <laughs> they wash your hair, shampoo and condition, it feels amazing. It's fucking, it's awesome. Yeah, if you're a diva. Part. Oh, you are. They do That's it. That's why. Oh, I'm I a diva. Am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a straight diva. <laughs> That's my middle name. Steve Diva Borghese. Steve Diva. <laughs> Steve Diva. I'm a diva. Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dadney, diva, and Chris. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm so a diva, faggot. We're telling <laughs> that. Let's get on to like an actual topic. So uh, some shit happened. Everyone cried this last week, Adney. You Did know they? that, right? Why? Why they do that? Yeah, because they found out you were giving AIDS to everybody. Yeah. No, they found out that. Uh, that was such a sweet no. joke. Everyone cried because Adney's been chivalrous and been holding doors open for chicks for years, and then he foreshadowed this last week's episode that, that was such by a his fucking chivalrous. Stretch. <laughs> God, <laughs> dude, you were off we the all game know, today. As we all know, we're talking about game of it's got time. It's time to do my game. Time. I'm off my game of drones, Adney. Yeah. And if you guys don't, segue. If you guys don't like. God Talk, and he's okay. back. <laughs> It'll only be for like five more weeks, and then God Talk well, will not really be a constant. We just stream, want so. you to every boy. You're getting this every year until Game of Thrones is over. So the podcast, there's gonna be t- there's gonna be two shows we will be discussing each episode of because it's something we highly appreciate. That's Game of Thrones and South Park. You guys are beginning it, which is good because you guys are beginning it in the fall and uh, spring. So it's separate. It's gonna be separated by fucking months. But you're gonna get ten episodes. 20 episodes a year, basically, of us talking about, you know, appreciating the show. show. Yeah. Anyways, um, show we love. so I didn't want to have to, like, break down every fucking... There's a lot happened in this fucking episode, <laughs> this past episode. We're, of course, talking about episode five, The Door. Um, that's the episode we're talking about. I just wanted to hit, uh, basically, just four things about the episode. First one... I think we should start this out really nice and uh, Brandon Tormont. <laughs> can, can we start with that fucking smile? Like, that's what everyone's like, oh my god, they're so cute, but let's just. He's smiling because they're going on a trip together. <laughs> like, that was the whole thing. They're on horses about to leave, and he, like, looks over. He's like, yeah, 
we're gonna go we're going to go at her she looks oh, at him for a second get it. and he gives her the smile and she looks away and he keeps he holds the smile for like two more beats. it got bigger <laughs> 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 Like, when, we're going on a trip. And if you didn't notice the episode before, he's eating food at her. Like, literally, <laughs> like, looking at her. And he hasn't said a word to her, which is adorable. <laughs> Has not said a single fucking thing. It's all the sexiest looks you've ever seen. And I watch Cracks review on it. He's like, is he shy? Like, is Tormod shy? This guy fucked a bear. <laughs> and Brienne of Tarth comes in. A girl who is insecure about her own looks, which made her a badass in general because she got teased a lot when she was a kid. She got fucking, like, she, she got false hope. Some guy danced with her. Yeah, she, she, it was a group of guys. It was all a big prank. Her dad threw a little ball, and all the ki- all the boys were pretending like they wanted to dance with her, and they were fighting over who would get to dance with her. And then at the end, they couldn't hold her laugh anymore, and they revealed it was just all a prank, and she was gross and ugly. And then Renly Baratheon, the prancing fool, ended up being really nice to her and stuck up for her, and that's why she fell in love with Renly and was part of his kingdom. And that's why she had to kill Stannis and she rejoiced in it. Mm-hmm. It's She touches herself to that all the time. Oh, yeah, she she walked it. up straight up to fucking Melisandre and Davos and was like holding her sword just like standing over them. Yeah, I killed Stannis. <laughs> I something. killed your boy. Hell of that. And it was fun. Do something. <laughs> and then walked away like a badass. And that's why Tony wants to give her the business. But I'm really excited just to see what happens next. I thought you were going to say, that. I'm really excited to see him give her the business. <laughs> I would yeah. watch that sex scene. That's They need to I don't know. That. It might hey, be a little ladies. aggressive. If, 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 <laughs> that's what's going to be great about it. it might be. Can you imagine what's going to happen when he actually sees her fight? Dude, he's going to fucking lose it he's and gonna come in his pants. Right there. Yeah, dude. I, that's going to be awesome. And if a guy, ladies, if a guy doesn't look at you the way that Tormont looked at Brienne when you guys are going on a little trip together... He's not the one. <laughs> and you need to stop wasting both of your time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Adney, sidebar, can you name me your five, what you think are the best five fighters in Game of Thrones and what you've seen so far? Uh, you mean like like just the show? Just Well, no, you could say show and like what you know about the lore, everything. Like what would you be? In all of history yeah, or uh, just the characters we've seen? All, this is a we, loaded question. Uh, <laughs> anybody else would just name the show, you're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's uh, let's just narrow not, it down. We're not going to do the history. Let's do show. We let's can't do, do history. Show. No okay, one's going to yeah. know what the fuck we're talking let's about. Let's do show. Who are your five? What you think? Top five. Top five of the since even the ones that are dead or just the even ones the ones that, are, that alive? are dead. Everyone of so, every. Okay, so you could do so only the char- Arthur Dane. Only the you, characters that have been shown in the TV series, yeah, even if they're dead, they can be dead. Okay, so Arthur Dane. He's number one. Oberyn. This is no particular no order. Particular order. Okay. Uh, Arthur Dane. Oberyn. I want to say Barristan, but we haven't actually seen him be that We badass. just know of him being... We've seen him be badass, badass enough, though, so I'm going to go ahead and say Barristan. Oh, when he left the Kingsguard, you're like, this guy's probably a beast. He's a beast. But in the book, they make him so badass with a fucking cane. Like, he's a badass. So, like, he puts down his sword and he's when alive. he leaves. <laughs> when he leaves... Because it's a big reveal. In the books, I mean, in the mo- in the show, you can't really reveal that because you see his face as the audience would immediately recognize him. Yeah. So, in the book, he comes as this old man with a beard to Nerys, saves her with a fucking staff. He's just a badass with a cane. And then it reveals later on that it's Barristan Selmy. And you're like, what? It's such a good reveal. But, I mean, with the book, obviously, you don't have to fucking show, you know. They can do that kind of twist, but um, it's so good. Hmm. I'll, I'll say Sir Barristan. Um, uh, we haven't seen Rhaegar, so I'm not gonna even add that. Um, are they gonna? Are they supposed to have? Do they have someone playing Rhaegar at all? Do they like? 
There's been a lot of fans that are saying, I want Chris Hemsworth to play Rhaegar. Oh, he's I'm too like, big. Yeah. He's too big. Like, cause like, I, like I saw so many say, I want Chris Hemsworth to play Rhaegar and Tom Hardy to play uh, Robert Baratheon. Like, Tom Hardy is way too small to play Robert. Robert Baratheon was fucking huge. Yeah. Like, he's not like a foot shorter than Rhaegar. That doesn't make any fucking sense. But I Robert. Isn't Rhaegar like a, kind of like a low key type figure? Like like this body structure wise, like he's kind of like super. Yeah, I don't lankier. think he's like lanky, would, but like good with the sword. Like not. I mean, he's like fit, but he's not like super. I don't think of him as super big. At no, all. no, no. Rhaegar wasn't. Uh, he was more of an elegant, athletic yeah, body type. Say. Yeah, there you go. And uh, he was incredibly beautiful, <laughs> as they say. And uh, like uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth is too. He's too tall and he's too buff. Yeah, he would be better as Robert Baratheon. You yeah. know, like he could basically play Thor. Thor is basically Robert Baratheon. Because he has the fucking war hammer. Not just and the hammer, but like his personality, the fucking, just the loud fucking, oh, like, oh, fucking big giant guy who's gonna, like, I like this guy. I'll and fucking Robert drink Rathian's with him. worthy of Mjolnir or whatever. Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, back to the thing. Arthur Dane, Sebastian Selmy, Oberon. Um, I'm gonna add Robert in there. Because Robert was a fucking monster. Back in he the day, beat Rhaegar, which is one of the best. You know, Ned, also like, like his Warhammer, Ned wasn't even strong enough to pick it up. Oh, I always figured he was Ned was a better fighter hands? than Robert. What? Yeah. He couldn't wield So Robert Arthur's was better Warhammer. than Ned? Whoa. Robert was, like, incredibly strong. Like, he was not only big strong, but just naturally fucking super strong. Mm. Damn, if fucking Ned couldn't even... Dude, yeah. what? Ned's not worthy. Uh, well, I think he could lift <laughs> it with both hands, but he just could, he couldn't use it he as will, an actual yeah, yeah, okay, weapon. Yeah. Uh, number four... I'm actually uh, that's a tough one between Braun's <laughs> um, a good one Braun's uh, a hell of a fighter but I'm like mm, this is actually really fucking hard <laughs> cause now I'm thinking actually Robert maybe the mountain instead of Robert and then I'm also thinking like Brian and Jamie cause we saw Brian beat Jamie pretty soundly but I mean he was hasn't fought in months. He's been lying in his own shit. Like, yeah. he's not in the best fucking condition to fight. But everyone knew back in the day Jamie was the Jamie fucking is, shit. Jamie was a great fighter. Arthur Dane is the one who knighted him when he was a fucking kid. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. Oh, because they, he was kind of like forced into the Kingsgarden away, right? Because he, because, uh, Jamie's, he was dad, a squire. Jamie's dad needed him well, to no, He be... was a squire. Like, he was knighted before he became Kingsgarden. But, uh, it was fighting in the fucking, fighting against the, some, re- some rebels in the Kingswood. And then uh, he showed to be—he was a squire. Then showed to be a badass. Arthur Dane is the one who decided to knight him, and he knighted him with, with Dawn. And what's funny is Dawn is so sharp that it cut like through his shoulder uh, padding into his skin, and Jamie started bleeding Whoa, while he was being knighted. But we, we went way off track here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting back on there. So I could—I can't narrow it down to five oh, right okay. now. Like if we're doing like all the people that have been showed on, of all the people that are alive that are alive now, it'd probably be easier. But that's still—that's oh, fine. So let's. Uh, so what happens? So I want to talk say- about the. Of course, we got to talk about the fucking moment that everyone has been talking about non-fucking stop since it happened, and that is the reveal of Hodor's real name. Not no, it doesn't really, but like why he's called Hodor. Which is this was there was so much information. Ooh shoved into our fucking faces especially at the end what i love is the fact that with bran asking him like the whole thing is you're not ready you're not ready you're constantly telling him that and then once yeah, the blood bran, raven constantly once telling him. bran went ahead and grabbed a fucking stick himself fucking little bastard and he went ahead and went he like seen the white walkers and he got grabbed 
then, well, we already kind of got the reveal of him screaming out, which we touched on last week, him screaming out to his dad, and then his dad turning around like, whoa, did I just hear the wind? And then him basically saying he heard me, and he goes, no, the past has already been written, the ink is dry. But then, after he, t- after he touches the branch, the fucking, the, what is it, King of the White Walkers? What would you, what? what? He's the King like of the White Walkers. Or whatever. It's the Night's King. The Night's King, that's what it is. So the Night's King grabs him, then he goes back to the fucking Three-Eyed Raven, and he's like, well, now we're fucked. He saw me, and he yeah, like, he Raven him. woke up, he's like, yeah, you done fucked up, kid. <laughs> done, I told done you it, not to do it without me. You weren't fucking ready. You fucked us all. We're all gonna die. They know where we are. He's like, but the magic, they can't get us. He's like, well, now they can. Look at your arm. We're marked. We're fucked. Yeah, and uh, so Bran fucked them all. And then he uh, says, <laughs> and then he says to him, now I have to show you everything. Is am I ready? And he goes, No, you're not. And what he shows, now he's like the- shoving information into Bran, and uh, they go right back to uh, like so. Bran is uh, he's not even touching the tree anymore. What shows that he's how powerful he is is that he's not even touching the weirwood now, but he's still in that trance of green seeing, and he can see what the weirwoods have seen still without even touching one. So now, and That's he's seeing, so he's going back to the courtyard in Winterfell. He sees. It's the it's the day that Ned, his father, uh, is going to the Vale to be fostered along with Robert Baratheon, uh, and he's saying bye to his little brother uh, Benjamin and all that. He's about to leave, and Willis is just there, and uh, mm-hmm. and like fucking Mira, like what well, I love the fucking. Like, hey, Mira's having this really nice conversation with Hordar. He's only saying Hordar back, but she's and she's guessing. It's like uh-huh. talking to Groot from Guardians yeah, of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah. Bacon? Like, <laughs> blood sausage? He's like, Hordor. Hordor. And you're like, oh, this is adorable. Wow, what's bad's going to happen right now? And then all of a sudden you see the breath while yeah. they're talking. And I, I was like, that was so good. Oh, my God. It's getting cold. And she notices immediately. She's like talking to him and she sees Cause the white. And that's the thing and is the realizes. others bring the cold. They're not just cold themselves. They bring the cold on. It's along with the symbolism of the winter, winter is coming. Is coming yeah. They bring the winter. But wait, you didn't tell the reveal about the children. That's what you're you I'm doing. No, we're okay, doing waiting we for are, that because there's a lot. Of, there's up, a lot. We're climbing up. To um, I want to do this part first. But anyway, so he, they're like they're trying. She's Mira is trying to wake Brad. She's trying to get Horror to well, help. She runs. Let's say she runs outside first to see if they're yeah. coming. She fucking runs past. The um the children of the forest and they're standing outside like on guard, terrified. The whole army of the White Rockers is out there, and basically the the fucking green. I mean the children of the forest say, you know, they kind of like point to her to go back. Yeah, and, like, kinda, yeah that yeah, kind of really brand. pissed me off. They were literally so they can teleport. Apparently, White Walkers can just teleport. They're, they're just a storm, and they can be there within five fucking minutes. At least have a little bit Here's more the thing, time like, pass. That's all know. I'm asking. Like they, like they did a bad time of displaying how yeah, much time how had passed. How much time passed. We have yeah. no idea how much time has passed, and I think that they should have been a little more specific. But I guess it had. they could have been. That's the thing is we don't know exactly where Bran is. That's true. And the White Walkers, they could they're already right kind of close to the wall. Okay. We saw them at Hard Home. Uh, we've seen him at the Fist of the First Men by the Frost Fangs. So they probably were m- maybe not that far away, you know? Uh, so I, I want to say this sidebar real quick. I rewatched fucking uh, Captain America Civil War, and I had an issue. And I wanted to bring this up, and it's the same thing. This not It kind of goes with this. Um, how the fuck was it that Cap and uh, fucking the Winter Soldier get inside the jet? They were able to fly to the area that they needed to go to. And then not only did the all the other Avengers get trapped inside that fucking Legion of Doom in the water, but Tony Stark's able to go there in his helicopter, talk to them, get out of there, and then he drops out of the helicopter and flies to the area where he's meeting up with Cap and Winter Soldier. 
and the Winter Soldier and Cap are only there for like five minutes before They're Tony for Stark show up. They land there. Okay. And it shows them getting ready. They're gearing up, and they're talking, and they're reminiscing, and they're doing all that. And, and they, they walk in, and they're slowly going through the place. They have to figure out how to get in, and they slowly skulk through the place. Iron Man, as soon as he gets there, he's there, and he can fucking like walk through it really fast because he's not afraid no, of what's around. No, the I know, but it seemed like it's been days since they were caught. They were jailed because they left him. No, they didn't. Like they didn't. Like no, they were immediately thrown in there though. Okay, but how far do they have to travel to get to that? In the That's a good of the question. Ocean. That was I was like, whoa! That like they already left a while ago. They left. Before. Are you sure they didn't give you a nice cut scene that said Moscow? Are you, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't have said Moscow. It said Moscow. Look <laughs> <laughs> out, Moscow! <laughs> We're fucking Moscow. <laughs> Back to God. Um, Sorry, but that was my question. I was like, how the fuck? Time is not like <laughs> fucking power of editing. Get over it. Littlefinger teleports all fucking day. God. He's everywhere at once, he's man. Everywhere, but he's nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's working with the others. This is bullshit. But um, he has them in his palm of his hand and shit. <laughs> anyway, so the, the others show up, and we get this fucking really just. Hodor's too scared to even stand up. Mira's like, come on, we need to leave, we need to leave. She's trying to pick up the fucking little sled with fucking Bran in it. She's this little fucking girl. And they're going out, and fucking uh, Summer's going crazy, the wolf. And he's like, come on. And then finally, she, like, you hear Mira yelling at Bran, wake up, Bran. And Bran is still in, it's green sink. He's still in the courtyard. Warden he's mode. looking over at uh, um, Willis. Yeah, and he's just, like, looking at him. And then he can hear Mira. And his reaction is to warg into horror without leaving the vision. Like, he just kind of does it. He doesn't really know what he's doing, remember? Doesn't she say, he doesn't know we the need concept. Hodor or something like that? I thought he, she was, like, screaming. Yeah, like, like you need to we get. We need Hodor. Yeah, Hodor, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. And uh, so he so he wargs into Hodor, and but this is in the past. Like he no, in he's the, in his like I said, he's it's in his in vision. It's in the past and the present. Like I said, he's <laughs> in his vision, and so he's while he's he's trying to be in his vision, still see what he needs to see at the same time, also get Hodor because he doesn't really know What's fully on? how to control his power. So he just does it while he's looking at Willis. Unknowingly, he wargs into young Willis, and it affects the present one as well. He doesn't understand what his powers are doing, but he's getting both. He's through his vision. He's getting both of them. Hodor, because he's physically there with Hodor and through his vision with young Willis. And what we find out is that that is why he's so fucked up. Because he warged him at such a young age. Like, the reason why... Well, let's he, get back to it. Willis jumps up and the White Walkers are coming in. Not only are the children of the forest trying to destroy the White Walkers with little bombs or whatever. They're so sweet. The, those little bombs are tight. The Come fucking, on, the, tight. the night, the Night's King. Not only is there fire around all the other fucking White Walkers that they can't get through the fire, but the Night's King, they're so cold, they're so badass. I feel like the longer you've been a White Walker, the more badass you are. It's like that's what they make it seem like. Well, the actual, the actual others are the White right? Walkers. They're dead people. They're they're, uh, they're not dead. The White Walkers are not dead. Okay, the others are. They are just a different form of life, and uh, they are magical based. So they can the fire. Like we saw that at Hardhome, how fire does not affect these things. They walk. They the the fire dims around them. We saw that before. I didn't see why uh, Hardhome. That's oh, and uh, so it doesn't affect them. But they do have they do have an (laughs) army of the dead, and those are they call them just whites, and uh, they are just corpses that they reanimated to fight for them. So those men are dead, and they can't go through the fire. The fire fucks them up so they have to go around and you got that real crazy scene of the fucking skeletons climbing over the hill over the weirwood trying to get to Bran and Mira and Hodor and Summer yeah so finally and we get that really fucking sad moment where they're finally leaving through the hallway 
and the children are trying to fight, and Mira throws that fucking spear, and she manages to kill oh, one yeah. of the others. Oh, yeah. That was and so you're like, sick. oh, shit. Yeah. 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 With the and dragon she's glass. shocked. Because she, she's never seen that. She's just been told that it totally works. Now she got to see it work, and she was like, what? Obsidian <laughs> is a motherfucker. But then, as the White Walkers coming in, no, Summer, so Summer goes to attack... The fucking White Walkers. She takes. It seems like is it some. She goes after the dead, the 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 dead, the dead men, and they immediately just surround Summer and just butcher her. And you can hear her yelping, and it's oh, it was like I was crushed. Oh, it killed Kenny so much. (laughs) Like Kenny was like, (laughs) "You bastards!" Rocking back and forth. Like, "Hey, I was like, "You bastards!" (laughs) (laughs) Fucking douche. Uh, And then we get to see the Knights King kill Brendan Rivers, the Blood Raven, and then they're falling down the hallway. And then the last children of the forest decides to sacrifice herself, which is pretty good, to hold off the the dead undead just for a little bit longer. Which we see in like every movie, but but because (laughs) we found out earlier in the show that it it, yeah it has a special significance because of course the children are responsible for the others. Um, what's what's very sad though is. After they fucking do that, after they're rushing on the, the so Adney brought it brought it to our attention, which is so good. The fact that the dire wolf is named Summer, and these are the White Walkers. Winter is coming. It's symbolism. It's the idea that they represent this is winter. The end, <laughs> this is the end of summer. And not only that, but the it's dire wolves. So the good. connection. The connections made a lot more specific in the books. Like the dire wolves are of the old gods. That's what all the Stark children say: is they are of the old gods. And they remind them of the old gods. They have a closer connection to nature, and that's why. It's because what the people in the show don't realize and what a lot of people watching don't know is that the old gods, quote-unquote, the nameless, faceless gods of the rivers and the rocks and the trees, all that shit, those are just the spirits of the children that died, and now they go into the weirwoods. And so that they control – they have a very connection – they have that strong connection with nature – and the, the the dire wolves can feel it. They can sense it. And that's where that connection comes from. So you have these wolves that represent not only Summer, because her name is fucking Summer. Yeah, it's yeah. on the nose a little bit. Yeah. And know. also the fact her connection with the old gods. And then you have this just uncontrollable force that's going to wipe everything out. That is winter. And that was kind of interesting. Ah, we were like, wow, that's fucking. So, and then as we know, so as the children of the, or the, the last child of the forest, whatever, the last one alive, sacrifices herself. She fucking has a little grenade, fucking piece of bark, whatever she does. <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. She explodes a bunch of shit, and they fucking finally get out of the door. Hodor fucking pushes the door, helps get Mira. Bran and Hodor outside, and then Hodor slams the door behind him, and it's getting pushed and pushed and pushed by the others. And little Mira, picking up the sled, trying to run away, yells, hold the door, several times. Hold the door, Hodor! Hodor, hold, hold the, the door. door! Hold the door! And and all this time, remember that Bran is skin-changed into Hodor. That's why he's, a, that's, he's controlling him, making him hold the door in the present. But he also accidentally warged into him in his vision, too. So then we see young Willis go into a fucking seizure because uh, that's one of the things. Like, he's basically – you're inhabiting somebody else's body. They're naturally going to fight. And human, you're not supposed to be able to skin change into another human being. That's insane. Part so, of him is still so there. Part of, that's, so, part of, so Willis has a normal brain, and now you have two brains fighting over the same body. So he automatically goes into a seizure, and all he hears in his head is, hold the door, hold the door. And he's being so fucking traumatized, that's all he can say is, hold the door, hold the door. And then we see that, that slow fucking transition, that heartbreaking from hold the door and it gets condensed and muddled and as his mind goes 
as he's losing what is he himself. What is Willis? He's losing his his capacity for thought, and you know, it just slowly deteriorates. Hold the door into Hodor, and everyone cries. It's fucking so heartbreaking. Hard. That Kenny was more upset about Summer <laughs> by far. I was. Really <laughs> upset. But what what I love about this is what it showed me was when when the three eyed raven basically told Bran. Now I have to show you everything. And he says, am I ready? And he goes, no, you're not. And he still shows him what he shows him. Because I feel like the three-eyed raven who knows all knew what was going to happen right then. Yeah, he, he definitely yeah, knew. So the he also that, knew that Bran effect, could affect the past. And he was like, oh, what are you talking about? You can't affect the that's, past. That's what so, I mean. So he that, knew that Bran, Bran is stronger than him? Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's, that's what I mean by like when he, he – He knew, knew he had like potential to be way more powerful. I think it has something to do with the blood of the first men. And that's why he said – for basically, like, oh, the ink is dry. He didn't because Brandon has too much emotion. He's a, he's a growing, he's a teenager. He has too much emotion. Yeah, the right first now. thing he's gonna do, he's gonna go on his daddy exactly, got his head exactly. cut off. And he's gonna it's, do some what, shit. That's what I mean. <laughs> so I think what he was trying to show him was, no, listen, there can't be, you can't bring emotion to this. You don't want to affect the past too much because then it affects the present. Butterfly fan. Yeah, it's almost like <laughs> the past. Like, even if he does. It's almost like predestined that the points in the past that he chooses to affect are already kind of Time out. is not linear, okay? We just perceive it that way. It's cyclical, like in a Terminator. When, when John Connor sends Kyle Reese back to protect Sarah Connor, but if he never sends him back, then they never fuck. John Connor gets born in the first place. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So that's when he, when he said, now... Well, now I have to show you everything. Am I ready? No, you're not. Because what he means by that is, okay, I'm showing you can't affect the past, but you're too emotional. You you have too much emotional. It's almost like, it's almost like the Arya thing. Of, well, or that girl. You know, uh, I'm. Basically you're not ready. Saying, yeah. You say you're no one, but you're not ready to be one of us. And because, Bran, like, and like we've seen, Arya is still so connected to her past. She's still Arya Stark because of the fact that um, during that play, you see that she was like heartbroken by it. But I think with Bran, it's the same thing. It's you're supposed to be nobody when you're green. So you're supposed to you can't affect this because you have it's this gonna... great power, and with it comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was also was so very good. huge because now he's not gonna go to like where his dad is or whatever when his dad gets his head cut off and try to affect it because he realizes the impact he can have on somebody by fucking up Hodor's entire life essentially. I think that was why he took him back I to think... that specific moment. Oh, so he would yeah. have to realize yeah. that if he does I, decide I to change that. the that's past. Great. I wanted to bring that up. That's, uh, that's great. so I didn't brilliant. Even think of that, dude. That's, <laughs> that's so, awesome. That's so good. I think like... that was like that was a brilliant play by him to be like, look, you can fuck up everything if mm -hmm. you make one small misstep. You go back and save your father, but who knows? A million other horrible things could happen. A million other horror things could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we all kind of horrors. But your they, dad could be a horror. They, they, you know, I think, and because of the fact that he was he's so connected with Hodor, like this is my protector. The fact that he realized he fucking ruined his life. At least he gave him. At least he gave him an example of someone that he loves that yeah. he fucked up. It's not like he's showing this person. And he feels responsible because like, wait, I did this to him. I've been using uh, Hodor as like my way around for fucking years now. He's always been that person. We became. I've I've grown to love him and care about him, even though he's a half wit. Oh wait. I'm the one that made him a halfway. Yeah. Damn, dude. That, I'm a piece that, of shit. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Damn. But I, what I'm really curious... That's so crazy is, to me. That's so that bitch can't get away? Like, how the fuck is Mira going to get exactly, away? Exactly, dude. Like, there's no... Like, <laughs> we saw a quick clip of her running through the forest and apologizing to Bran. 
We saw that in the preview. Was, oh, did you? I didn't watch in the, the preview. preview. The next episode, she's like in the woods, and she goes, and you can see like everyone, like they're being like surrounded by dead men, and she oh. goes, "I'm sorry, Bran." So who knows? Okay, the Damn, best, the best thing dude. that I loved about this episode. No Lannisters and no pointless fucking fillers. Everything they showed us was fucking on fucking point. It, it progressed bit, it all the fucking it was stories. I love Sansa. I love Sansa bringing it back. Okay, Sansa's finally fucking she doing fucking something. She fucking up for herself, which I love, dude. No, fuck you. And she's like, she's not this weak girl. Like, they made her no, weak. No, she's the thing is, she's... She's the turning fact, into her mom finally. The fact that she kept something from John shows that she's not just relying on everyone else. She's planning. She's thinking ahead right yeah, now. Yeah, she's playing she's the game. Start, yeah, she's, yeah, exactly. She's fucking finally playing the game. And she learned the game from fan Peter, fan and fan now fan she's fan using fan it fan against fan. Not only Peter, but she saw Cersei. She saw Joffrey. She got to see all this shit because she was just this girl, and she didn't do nothing. And finally... Finally, we've been asking for fucking something to happen. But I think Peter Peter was the one You're who right. actually was like, this is a game and yeah. you need to play it. And he's like, was he was like coaster, the mentor figure coaster, yeah. and then fucked her over. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. oh, well, now I know. The, thank you for teaching me this lesson. Now you fucked. Cause <laughs> you I'm don't get none of this poon, bitch. Which, like, here's the thing. Is Checkmate, like, motherfucker. <laughs> she's going to go after and she's going to try and get the blackfish. Who's in River Run? Apparently, he was like, "What? He took over River Run back? That's awesome!" So now we gotta have the Riverlands back in it. But Riverlands was destroyed because of the War of Five Kings. There's gonna be very few men. Yeah. They're gonna need Peter and the Veil. Vale. That's just bottom line. Sansa. And Peter knew You're it. You're gonna have to get over it. He knew it. Peter, like you said the yeah, last time, he's been planning this. I think he is. He's like the head of the game of thrones right he's been five steps ahead (laughs) of everyone including varus varus has always been ahead of everyone else in westeros and little finger come out of nowhere and goes oh no i'm gonna be even ahead of you yep which is and we got well that was actually foreshadowed like several seasons ago i want to say like season three Mm -hmm. when they're talking and they're walking yeah and he goes yep when was the last time like we saw each other and he goes when last time you saw me last time I saw you and then Varys thinks he's so fucking slick and he goes well the last time I saw you you were fucking talking to blah 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 and Peter's like oh wow but I think I've seen you even more recently escorting a certain foreign dignitary <laughs> and Varys gets terrified his face freezes up he's like oh shit cause, he, cause that dignitary was Illyrio we've only seen Illyrio twice in that scene with Varys in the very first season he's walking in the dungeons by the dragon skulls Arya sees them in the dungeon, hides inside one of the dragon skulls, oh, then goes and warns her father. Yep. I saw him. He was talking to a fat man. They're talking about the wolf and the lion and blah, blah, blah. And Illyrio is the one who introduced Daenerys to Khal Drogo. Oh, he shit. set up that marriage. Oh, yep. He was, what's his name? His friend, right? Good friend. Varys' his friend. Yeah, Varys' friend. Varys helped that, him yeah. become rich. Yeah, there you go. And when he's and the one when, that helps when, him when what's Tyrion escapes, they yeah, go to him. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they when we him. see when we see Tyrion in that great scene where Tyrion is throwing up and then drinking more, <laughs> that, that that's Illyrio's palace. They're at Illyrio's oh, house. Yeah. So uh, Illyrio's been helping Varys plan everything from the fucking beginning, and little and Littlefinger was onto him, and Varys realized that, and like that's brilliant foreshadowing. George, you're the man. <laughs> uh, so um, that's that. I want to. Okay, so now we got the last uh, big part that actually happened in the show. The biggest reveal that we got was actually a fan theory for years. I actually just, like, read about it, like, recently. And I was like, oh, that's a very interesting thing. And then we finally... And it got confirmed in this last episode. And what I'm talking about is that the others, the White Walkers, were created 
by the children of the forest. Who, who, like, what was the actual, sorry, what was the actual fan theory? Do you remember what it said? Like, you read it. No, yeah, not, not word for word, but it was basically, it, yeah, was, it, it, was, it was, it was both built, it was all built up to of, um, what are the White Walkers? Well, George has said in interviews that the, the others aren't dead. They're not really zombies like the army. They just control zombies. They use magic. So to is do there that. three of them for people like like me? Are there three different fucking armies that he's controlling? It's like no, the others, the White Walkers, and the no, 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 others are there. That's no, 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 no. The, the thing is, the White Walkers and others are the same thing. Oh, okay. The others that it just sounds creepier. Okay. <laughs> like, so they call them in the book. Yeah, right? in the books they call them the others, the but, White Walkers. They do for the show. And yeah, which yeah. ones are the ones that the children made? Those are the White the Walkers. Others. Yeah, the White Walkers. Okay. Okay. The so children, there's yeah. not three, there's two. There's the White Walkers yeah, and there's, there's just two the, the dead or whatever. Yes, the, yes, okay. you got it. So, but yeah, so basically these fucking ice demons control zombies is kind of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the children but, made the ice demons. Yeah, uh, Why? Yeah, so uh, the, the, the thing is, like, like, the fan theory says that George said in an interview when he was like, or not, I don't think when he was in an interview, maybe when he was describing how to draw the art, like when somebody's like, how should I draw this? He goes, well, here's the thing is they're not dead. The others are another form of life, elegant, beautiful, dangerous. There was like some mythological thing from Ireland hmm. that he referenced him to, and that um, he's just smart as fuck too. He takes he, a lot from history, dude. The guy is a big, big, big ridiculous reader. amount of Game of Thrones. It's just like history and lore and concepts and like the way he built his story is like, well, in real life, people base religions off certain things, so I'm gonna base all my religions off those same certain things, and like. You know, remember uh, in season two, we hear the story about that one slut telling uh, Danny's brother, I heard that like dragon, like, or she tells Danny, she goes, I heard that uh, dragons come from the moon, that once there were two moons and that yeah. one got too close to the sun and it cracked and then out of it poured a thousand thousand dragons and they drank the sun's fire and that's how we got dragons. <laughs> and you're like, this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> Fuck you. But I heard this fan through, I can't remember the guy's name. I wish I knew the guy's name. I heard like, I was listening to History of Westeros podcast and this guy came on. <laughs> History of no fucking way. Yeah, I showed that. I showed Annie. I showed Annie. It was this guy, History podcast. I think his, I think his like, Twitter or Tumblr handle is uh, Lucifer is Lightbringer. So look that up. Uh, and like his theory is basically like, look, it's, you gotta, these are primitive cultures who thought of that. What they saw was likely a meteor, a meteor that crashed into the moon, which creates this giant explosion. And they would think that that's, oh, it's another giant object in the sky. They would assume it's another moon that crashed into it and drinking its fire. Maybe meteors hit the earth after that. So they were on fire and they're like, oh, look, that would relate to the drinking the fire thing. And since it's these streaks that are coming in and landing on the ground, they would associate it with dragons. Like in season two, when we see the red comet, a lot of people are calling oh, it yeah. a dragon. Like, so there's that. So after like so many, like fucking thousands of years of people retelling this telephone. legend it's and the story. Thing, yeah. yeah, it becomes this words get ridiculous story about eggs and bullshit. But anyways, that's, that's just a little sidebar. Like why did the children create the White Walkers? So that, yeah, okay, back, back to the important thing. <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, the way to fight the first men, what we uh, find out is, um, I don't know, if, like, they, they touch on it in the show. Uh, what it is is uh, Westeros, where most of the story takes place, and Essos, um, the other continent where Danny is at, like, those are two different continents and they're separated by the Narrow Sea. Uh, but out a long time ago, they were connected by a land bridge. Oh, shit, Pangea. Yeah. Not Pangea, that right. was a supercontinent. Uh, the land bridge, though, did connect oh, Russia to Alaska. Bridge. Okay. People like uh, theorize that, like, 
from the cradle of civilization in Africa, people migrated and migrated right. and migrated, and that's how we got human beings that's in uh, the yeah. Americas. But uh, so basically, that same thing. There was a land bridge, and in Westeros, there was just giants and the children, and then all the animals. And the first men walked across the land bridge oh. and migrated. And um, fucking, and they didn't have a religion. All they saw was they like fucking Christopher they saw, Columbus. Stuff. They saw these creepy fucking weirwoods, and they saw that these fucking little weird children things that look like they're made of plants that connected with the woods. So it's and the they're Native all, American thing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly that. Dude, like, we're gonna kill them and take all their territory. Pocahontas. They were out the war, <laughs> but the first men were way more. Well, powerful. I bet you there was a chick. maybe was someone chick? fucked a child from the forest. <laughs> Actually, I knew. <laughs> There's a lot to suggest that that's true. That, well, we're gonna do. Let me just say, hold on. They're not children. We call them children because they're small. They're older. Not they're older. They're older, <laughs> they're older than the just, first men. They're older than the first men. If they're taller than me, they're older than me. So, <laughs> the first men. Basically, they were at war with the children for hundreds of years. They just fucking decimated them. They took them all because gotta remember is the children. Are very small people. There's not a lot of them. They didn't take over the land the way they're the first. Trying to they were outnumbered. Trees. They That's didn't all. have hump trees. Like, the, the first men had weapons of iron, so like all the children had was obsidian, and it breaks so I, fucking easy. I swear, I thought you were gonna say the first men had weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yellow so, cake. The first men had yellow cake. <laughs> the giants are incredibly powerful, but there wasn't that many of them, and all they're too dumb to make weapons. They just grab logs and try to swing a log at you. So you can take them out. Like a few, a bunch of first men could take them out. Whatever, no dude. All the, all you need to do is dive a couple times. You know, wow, boom. And it was just <laughs> <smashing>. <laughs> yeah, but the first men were taking over. Like it wasn't like a like they were taking over and. They found out probably that the children can see through the trees. Their green seers, the first green seers, can use the weirwoods to see things happening in other places so they can knew where the first men were. The first men probably recognized this and started butchering or all the trees. Burning the trees. Burning them. Like not burning, just burning like, all the trees. Because the weirwoods are incredibly tough. I've talked about this before. Is It's the strongest wood in this known world. And like uh, children would make bows out of the weirwoods sometimes. Uh, most but Bran doesn't need those trees. Maybe the other dude did, but Bran Bran yeah. doesn't yeah, doesn't it's, it's necessarily. Yeah, that Bran doesn't need them. So who knows? But uh, which is crazy. So the first man sort of burning. Up, the first and here's of the thing his kind, is, and here's the thing is, what you have like I just said a minute ago is they're not just burning up. Like it's not like they're video cameras and you're destroying somebody's video cameras. No, this is like the, also their church. It's like Avatar all the weirwoods when is like Awas is like, getting bombed. Boom. Yeah, boom imagine boom. if and like, all the people are ah oh, dying. <laughs> imagine like. When like uh, like for like in the dark ages when everyone sued, ev- like most of uh, Europe was incredibly religious. If somebody just came up and started burning the Vatican, like imagine, like that kind of shit happening. So shit. you're burning like the most religious thing to the sacred thing to these people. You're burning them. So that on top of your fucking up their sight, and like I said, their souls go. This basically their resting place is the trees. So also you're burning so you're heaven. Bur- yeah, you're burning heaven. <laughs> 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 oh you're God. taking away the afterlife and like the ancient Let's Greeks burn it down burn heaven <laughs> gotta burn heaven we gotta we burn gotta heaven burn down heaven, man, so we can't ever go to peace we are gonna burn down heaven guys <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, what's funny is in, uh, in ancient Greece like they used to put coins over the eyes of the dead even their enemies because that was the only way they can get to the underworld was yep. having two coins on their eyes to they give to the boatman yeah, who go. would take them across the river sticks to the underworld and it was a duty. Like, you had to do it. Even if it was an enemy, they would still do it. Because otherwise, you get ghosts, and that's, nobody wants ghosts. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, hey, hey, nobody needs ghosts, dude, okay? <laughs> yeah, so this is the most horrendous thing that could be happening to the children. And they're also not being able to win the fight. So everything's... So they... 
they're like, we have to do something crazy. So they got probably got all their people together, and they used their magic, and they destroyed the land bridge, which was at the time, like, they call it now, they refer to it as the Arm of Dorne. Because it started in Dorne, the land bridge, and ended up in Essos, in, uh, right by um, Mir and uh, Tyrosh. So that was destroyed, and now it's just a little chain of islands, which now we call the Stepstones. And, like, the legend is that the, the children did that. They used their magic to destroy that land bridge so no more Firstmen could come across. But there's already too fucking late. There's too many Firstmen. They breed too much. There's too fucking many of them. So they keep destroying the fucking children. And, then you get and they're pushing and them back. And they're and pushing them up like north. That. They're pushing them up north all the way to the Neck. Now, the Neck is the spit of land that connects the kingdom of the north to the other fucking kingdoms. And uh, they tried the same thing again. While the children were in the north, they tried the same magic trick again, but they couldn't do it. They didn't have enough people anymore, not enough magic. So they were able to just make the sea crash into the land, and it created the swamps, which is why the neck is nothing but swamps and bogs. And it's, like, incredibly dangerous to go through there. They're, like, the only people that live there are the Kranich men, which, incidentally, Mira Jojen and, Mira. and Jojen are Kranich men. And, and Howland Reed, the guy who stabbed Arthur Dane in the back, was a Kranich man. He... Howlin' Reed, he's the head of uh, Greywater Watch, which is their castle. And they always say, like, basically, you like you can't fuck with the swamps. Like, you, unless you know, people, unless people you know never, yeah. where Greywater Watch is, you can't find you it. You can't find You're it. You're gonna get lost and die because apparently fucked. it like moves with like the waters. Yeah, which is so cool to me. I, I've always thought that was so how cool. many people are up there. There can't be a lot, right? Not a lot. Not a lot. Huh. There are very few, and like people call them frog eaters. And like they, they like, that makes they're, sense. They're bro. short. They're short. Like they're short people. They're, they're like literally trolls. They're not very big people. Like they're not very big. They're kind of short and kind of scrawny. So people like kind of like look down on them. And they're like they're like uh, the fucking backwoods hillbilly motherfuckers of yeah, Westeros. They're, they're Cajun. They're Creole. It's swampland. It's New Orleans. It is. It's swampland. All foreshadowing. I have something about. And they use po- <laughs> and also they like to use poison darts. And poison is looked down upon in six of the seven kingdoms. Not Dorne, though. Not Dorne, that's right. Because we poison So they're getting steel. pushed back, pushed back, pushed and back. And then they tried to get it. That didn't work. So now, like, they're even. Now they're getting pushed out of the north. Now they're even beyond where now the so walls are. So they're essentially at extinction. Yeah, so they're it's, going. It's do they're or die now. Pushed. There's no heaven. There's no afterlife. All of my friends are fucking dying. And then what happens? Do they die? Their last do they get wiped effort, out? The last ditch effort is what we saw in this episode of them catching one of the first men. We don't know who. The le- like, there's some people that think it Do was you know a Stark. Good. Like an early Stark, but... Oh, uh, shit. What this is, like, so they basically, they take a man, and they take him to one of their, uh... Holy ground. They take, right? like, Oh, yeah. wait, he has to be in a holy ground? It can't just be, like, in a battle, and they're just like, bam, and they get no, this guy, no, and they, they take him No, 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 like, they, they, they kidnap him. They, they obviously probably kidnap him in a battle. They could do that, but it shows... But they strap him to a weirwood, which is... Once again, this is a source so of power. So it's the tree. The yeah, same it's a weirwood. It's a source of power. And they have stones erected in a certain way. It's just like a very magical place. You can feel it. And all the children get together and they turn. But that's what that's what bothered me is that it doesn't really. It doesn't. So you stabbed him in the chest with yeah. some obsidian. That's what it looked like. And yeah. he turned and into. He turned into you need to really go that's a little exactly deeper. What it, looks it seems like. like George gave the showrunners like, oh, well, the children did it. A hint. And they're like. Okay, so how did they do it? Oh, you know, they did that. So you figure it out. <laughs> I, 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 hope, I hope you fucking did. No, he did that. In the books, I George's going to have a hell of detailed, amazing explanation. George, no, no. They did it this way, so you butcher it. <laughs> I've been reading. I want him to say that. I want to get an image of him saying that. So I've been it. reading up on it, and everyone and every, like all the sources and whatnot, besides like the actual source of George himself, have said that Hodar's fate is different in the books. Apparently. Well, the well, we don't know. 
it that's what they're saying. Is like what what I'm reading. It's a lot of fan theories or analysts or whatever you want to say. But they're thinking that because the showrunners suck dick, they took the closest thing that they could. Hold door, hold the door. Uh, that makes and they kind of connected it. It was and they clever, think but the, the, that I, George no, no, is gonna like have George like a completely different fucking reasoning thing. behind yeah. it. But I think yeah. the cleverness behind the idea that brand could change. The pat that I think that that was clever as fuck. I like, don't think such... that's gonna be that's gonna be in the book, right? You yeah, don't think it has that's gonna to be. Yeah, that. it yeah. has to be. In the... George is way fucking... George is way smarter. They than can't he's... grab at something that fucking big. Like the no, that's, no, that's no, a no, big, no, like, that's like, a like I read that, that like there was three big things that George told the showrunners. Okay, that makes sense. Like, this okay, you just have to stay with this. This was veins. one of them. Oh shit! Nice. The other one was Hodor, the Hodor, or the children. Both of those two things, I think, were two of them. And like the third one, we don't get to know. Huh. Which and already we what we know about the Tower of Jordan because that was the first thing he asked them before they took the show to HBO. It was he a says, little okay, crazy. Yeah, if you want to take the show on, who is Jon Snow's parents or who's Jon Snow's mother? And they answered, and then from there is he goes, okay, you can do the show. So I mean, this guy is George is a fucking madman. He's a genius. Not only just from the he, dude, he's a. Di- he doesn't just have a series of uh, just from fire. the TV show. Just from the TV show, I did not connect the dots until like last at the end of last season. But I also had help because you guys are book readers and whatnot. And then like I get I got stuff from you guys, and I was able to connect the dots on my own. But as a TV watcher, someone who's just gonna be like the there's casual. There's so much you have to like. It's wait, so what? hard to figure out who yeah, the fuck, so like much. how even, they're gonna. Like if, I think that's gonna be a really big reveal, even though it's like out and whatnot. Like, I, think, I think I think a big help um, is the Blu-ray special features, which are on YouTube oh, now. Oh yeah, which the we, history we talked, and lore. Which Each, somebody we suggested, and then someone listened to the episode yeah. for the first time. Who was that? And I, I can't I think her name is Nicole. I can't remember, but she basically said. Thank you for showing me now my life at bay. My life is set because she watched the YouTube show of the fucking lore. Yeah, every um every season basically has one hour of the history and lore, and it's dictated by the actors in character as if you were in the world and oh, they were tight. and you and asked about it, you, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, well, I'll tell you the story right now. We'll tell the story over some drinks." And it's really fascinating. I mean, I listened to like each of them like a hundred fucking which times. Which reminds <laughs> me, of, yeah, that's what you know so much. Which, it reminds me of the fucking South Park. Uh, mini that's actually how. Mini that's how. I figured out that that's how I figured out uh, who Johnson's uh, mom and oh, it was the lore. It was through the listening to the like watching the seasons like a couple of times, like the first two seasons, or the first three seasons are rewatched, and then listening to the lore like several fucking times because there's little fucking hints, like point of views, and there's little tiny just little here and there, and then like make you makes you question everything you know about the story. Like this, this whole story seems fucking flimsy, and it's just added up. And then it was in season first episode of season four oh, off of something that Oberyn tells. It makes sense. Well, I know, Addy it makes sense. Me before season four, Adney texted me. No, no, I no, think no, I know. No. Didn't you? I don't know if I said yeah, that because I, I, I had to rewatch. I rewatched season four for the start of season five, and that's when. And but I, I was talking to you guys a lot too, and you guys were dropping little hints. So I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You guys did help me, but you guys didn't tell me, and I have to appreciate that. But <laughs> I was just saying, as a normal TV viewer, it's kind of hard to connect the dots so if you want to connect the dots you got to read the lore uh, watch, watch the lore what were we getting at the children oh yeah so the children friends. made the others but they're not like they didn't specify exactly how all we know is that they're basically this biological weapon the children created there's like we can't beat the first man we need something else that's more powerful that's more created the earth, earth provided for it war. duh like uh-huh. like the others are only made for 
fucking war. They're made to kill. That's their only purpose, and that's what they're gonna do. And they quickly grew out of control from the children. The children cannot control them. The children realize that what so they did. Not only- and here's the thing: is what we hear is that the children and the firstmen together beat the White Walkers. That's what we hear. And then they founded the Night's Watch and all that other stuff. But what I really think it is is that the children realize what they did and how, like, oh, wow, this is way out of control. We need to help the first Do you realize what we've done? (laughs) (laughs) And then what happened is the White Walkers realized that they can create themselves. So, like, oh, shit, I'm so powerful. I'm going to create my boy. Hey, bro, bam, I got you. There's also a theory. They create each other. I don't know. Hey, that was a grab. That scared me. That was a grab. (laughs) Well, they kind of can. They can create children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They steal the babies. Yeah, you didn't see that. I didn't know. I oh you yeah, remember, because you yeah. didn't watch the first. Craster, couple. who's been giving away his sons, you know this in the oh, books. Oh yeah, Craster, yeah, giving his way his you sons know, to the White Walkers. They never, they never say this in the books. All they say is that the others take the children of Craster's sons. No, that's but all they, they say in no, the books. They, no, they actually, they actually say when he's talking to the females, because that's why what's her name, um, who uh, Gilly? Sam's Gilly. She explains that like I can't. She's gonna have a boy. And it's yeah. yeah I thought just oh, well, Craster, right, yeah, in the yeah. books it says he gives them away. He takes the he takes the children out, the boys. Because yeah, I know. D- yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, is that he fucks in the, all I, of said, his I was saying that in the books it does tell you <laughs> that Craster <laughs> gives his children and the others take them. But in it's it's hinted at what happens. But in the show it explicitly shows you yeah, oh, that yeah, the that you. the yeah. that the others take these babies all the way to the land of always winter, and the Night's King turns them. Into fucking White Walkers. Oh, okay. Okay, so that main White Walker dude we keep seeing, the Knights King. Knights he's, King yeah. he's the king. Like, the Knights there's king, not. Yeah, is yeah. there one over him? Is there I, like a dude I that we haven't? I think he was the. I'm pretty sure he's the first. He's the first because it shows his eyes. It shows his face when it turns. It shows you in that scene, the last episode. I'm pretty sure it's the turns, same actor. When in he an turns, yeah. When he turns. <laughs> what do you it, mean when he turns? Wait, am I missing him, something? Listen, in the, when the children turn, the first men, the first after, man, after oh, when the child stabs him. Yeah, yeah. His face. Oh, it's eyes that turned. fucking connection. Yes. It was the same dude. It's the oh, same guy. I missed that. Oh, Which, shit. The, when you can see it in his face and his eyes, everything. When it changes, you can see it's the same guy. Was that child the same child? Do yes. the children yes. live the like forever sacrificed too? Herself last. So that was the big reveal. Feeling like, guilty, she sacrificed herself, knowing that she caused all this. So that's a that's a that's a payoff. That's a checkoff. Right still, right still, that's a checkoff. Still took her a couple of thousand years to finally make a sacrifice. So I'm gonna say she's still a piece of shit. And also, the children of the forest are supposed to have um, almond-colored skin, and they were green. Uh, a little weird, or whatever. Help I up. did love the <laughs> costume design, but it would have been really easy there to was switch so much, it The first children we saw was a little white girl, and yeah. that made me mad. The first one was they, horrible. They did I, way yeah, better yeah. with these they could, I could, They could switch it did really they fix, fucking fast. Wait, did they show that white girl again in the new season, or well, no? no? I wonder why they had that. Because okay. no, they probably like they did that, and then they heard they got the backlash. And then George <laughs> was like, dude... The, the this internet. is not. I described them uh, very specifically. Contract over. <laughs> I love okay. They have brown skin. It's in the book. I love how HBO's racist. George. George loves all. Like, he's, George is so he awesome. Is. Racist. Can we make that out? Like George every president, near like, George for president. They're way more comfortable changing things that has to do with brown skinned color characters than they are with the white skin. They're actually really biased. Like they for they love Tyrion. Both they love Tyrion. So Tyrion. It's all 
the attention. All of his storylines is really well done, and like they make it so fucking awesome and cool. Stannis is actually really funny and awesome. He's not like a ha-ha funny, but he tells a lot more like funny lines, but he has super dry oh, humor. Oh, he's got that dark... Okay. He has super dry, so a lot of people don't pick up on it, and they take that all the way. He says, like, has two lines in the he show. He was not he's, funny for me. He's oh, painted as such a worse human being he in the is. show. And, like, and the book they show not like that, that when he dies in the show, that whole battle was, like, what? Like, two seconds? It was like, oh, yeah, yeah by the way, he's going to fight the Boltons. He lost. Yeah. It's a huge event in the books. It hasn't oh, even dude, happened yet. Nope, exactly, exactly. It's such a build. It's called the Battle of Ice, and he has – and there's, a, like, an enormous amount of buildup. He's going from place to place throughout the north looking for people to fight for him, and it's like this enormous – Door-to-door he's enormous going, battle. Dude. Yeah, we're going to have Stannis versus Ramsey. It's this huge built-up thing. And it ends And they were like, them. yeah, well, we don't like Stannis, so we're just going to get rid of that. Oh, yeah, we don't like brown people, so we're going to totally butcher the Dorn storyline so nobody wants to hear it anymore. We so know you're mad about the no, Dorn storyline. I'm very mad <laughs> Oh, we're, we're the Sandsnakes. We're going to kill Dorne. That doesn't mean you rule. You're fucking bastards. You have no right to rule House Martell or Dorne. This is preposterous. <laughs> uh, and here's the thing. In the books, Dorne isn't a pussy who's like, I don't want to fight. No, he's no. been plotting. He's been helping Varys and Danny this whole time. Oh, In the books, Dorne has... Doran wants Targaryens back. He wants to help Danny take over the Seven Kings again. Want to know why? Because the people ruling are the Tyrells and the Lannisters, and the Dornish have always hated the Tyrells and anyone from the Reach. They've been at war forever. Plus, they hate the Lannisters because of what they did to Elia. So, okay. Fuck you, showrunners. But I will. The Stannis thing. Yes, I even talked to Adney about. It. I was like, wait, I'm they kill him off. I was like, they kill him off. I was pissed off about that because it is a huge build up. He, like they're stuck in winter. Stannis. So wait, is hold on. Stuck in winter with his army. And the book storyline. Stannis isn't dead. No. And Bryn didn't kill him. Nope. Brienne isn't even Brienne. near him. Brienne isn't even fucking near him. Brienne's actually going after Jamie in the book. She's supposed wow. to kill Jamie. Hired by Catelyn Stark. It's, have, it's way have, We it's have crazy. more tangents that we can go off of, but let's have Ra- Abney wrap up his points. Uh, I just wanted to... Actually, I wanted to talk more about theories. Like, what do we think is going to so happen next? So, is that next? the episode? Is that... Is, that's are, yeah, that's are the episode. Good? Are we good? Want, yeah, that's the okay. episode. I want to talk about what... You we guys did, we think didn't it's see. Happen. Did we? I don't think we saw Danny. I don't think we saw we the did. Lannisters. We, we saw did. a couple. Danny, we saw Danny. That's the last scene. Danny, sorry. Sorry, we saw Danny. Real quick, just to like... Before you guys give me your like... The audience, uh, what you think is going to happen next? There's another theory that the wall was created by the whites. What? The White Walkers? What? Why would they create the wall? Because it's made out of ice. In the in like, it's, it's described a lot clearer in the books that they're not like their swords are made of ice. That's in the show, of course. They can do incredible things with ice. Their fucking blades are stronger than regular steel, even though they're only made out of ice. Their armor is actually made out of ice, and it's reflective. It's almost like a camouflage. Mm. They don't have that in the show, but still, these creatures have shown they have incredible magic with ice. I could see that they would make the wall in order for the men not to get there anymore when like they didn't have their army or anything like that. And they I were kind of just sitting up there, fucking making little pods and shit. And here's the thing: is the wall didn't the used Nazis. to be. <laughs> The wall now is 700 feet high. It wasn't always that big. It was a lot smaller, and oh, they're slowly. Lord probably. commanders have added to it. We don't know exactly how big it was in the beginning. It could have been like as just as tall as like you know the Great Wall of China, something right. like that. Like you know, and I and there, I think it might have been the children who made the wall. It was their last ditch effort to block the first men while they created. That was my assumption. The so that's a theory. Well, they said the white. What they think the White Walkers did. That's yeah. fucking nuts. I never, of their but then you get Brand the Builder. Of ice. If like you're going to use Brand, ice. Brand the Builder, what about that whole thing with Brand That's the Builder? That's a legend, and... though. Okay, there you so go. So many of these legends, like, they just sound like nonsense. It's like, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bedtime story. It's 
Tywin says, oh, a fairy tale. Uh, a fucking, just a, fu- a fun story spun by many a wet nurse in the north. Yeah, that's... To be sure, there is a gigantic wall in the north. Okay, so I got a question. Not about fan theories or anything. It's going to be about Bran. And so, if he can do that with Hodor, can he do that with anybody? I don't think so. So... Hodor, remember, is he's uh, half-wit. He was a half... But when he was Willis, he wasn't necessarily Time is cyclical, dude. Hmm. It's it's just it made me curious because like it's like okay well what if he can maybe inside of Danny I think he can but it would probably destroy that person the same way it destroyed and Willis. He, maybe you feel why bad? doesn't he just go destroy everybody then oh and Chris, just leave it in fucking chaos he just found out he could do it <laughs> what this shows is this is where you get handi- oh, handicap just... people from okay Brand started handicap people because you Brand don't see any it. other handicap people in the show no okay, one else is a half with retard I want to ask you guys Brand started retard like the books you guys both like the lore. How how much different do you guys feel that the book five is going to be compared to this in last season? Well, um, absolutely different. a million times different. Yeah. Like, is it gonna? So the first three seasons well, we're have the are same. relatively on the so same actually timeline. Actually, the first four sort of. First so book, even the first four, well, no, you book, you'd push so it as far as four. Book one is most parallel. Okay. Book two is sort of parallel to the second season. There's some things that they changed. There's some things that they changed the first one. But the changes got seasons, more and more rampant. Seasons <laughs> three and four are is book three. Okay. okay. And the reason like being... Like, pretty much, like, on no, script? No, no like, I mean, it's it's similar. There's just the build-up, like, the biggest... Like the, the main points thing, the aren't main changed? The main points are basically there. Yeah, okay. the main points are basically okay. there. I think the biggest change is, But you think this next like, one is going to be the biggest change? This one right here, the season that we're watching, one that, is the yeah, biggest This change. one, and then the book even that he's going to come out with? I think, I think season, season five was season. the biggest change with the Dorn storyline. Oh, season. because they butchered the... It matters, okay. it matters way more. It's way more important. Dorn is so much more important in the books. But the thing and is, got, is I just, still see them they, getting Danny and everything over without Dorn. They just cut it out, which is a bummer, and I see your point well, now. But I still think that they're going to do the same thing that George is eventually going to do. The Red Wedding was a thing, though, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It was a huge Anyways, thing. I just wanted the, to only make sure. di- the only difference is that uh, Rob isn't married to a girl from Volantis. He's married to a girl from Westeros named Jane, Jane Poole. Westerling. Jane Westerling. Jane Westerling. You're right, you're right. I was thinking of Sansa's First friend. I know. <laughs> I was thinking of Sansa's friend. But uh, he's he marries, like he impregnates this girl and uh, doesn't he, even he impregnate doesn't, her actually. Doesn't even impregnate her in the books. Her? Nope, she's not pregnant at all. But anyways, he, he falls leave. for her and he doesn't even take her to the wedding. He wants to keep her safe. Leave her no, he doesn't want to, no, it, it's not that he doesn't want to keep her safe. Doesn't he doesn't want to insult Frey. Yes, doesn't want to insult the fucking house. House Frey. The so twins. in the book, he's not even married to a Frey? No, he's married to, no, he doesn't marry a Frey in the movie or the show either. He, uh, he was supposed to be promised. promised. Which okay. he is. He's still yeah, promised. In both, okay. in both, he's promised okay. to a Frey and he breaks, was, that, okay. he breaks that falls for So at least girl. that's uh, the, the same yeah. vein. Okay, cool. But she's not, she's not a poor girl like in the show. Right. Her poor in the show. No, uh, well, in the show she's royalty in Volantis. Okay, that, I think that's what they do the same. And thing. then they make she her moved. Somewhat... She actually has a really nice story about why she left Volantis and why she like is a good person and why she came over to uh, Westeros and she's working as a nurse. Great Game of Thrones talk. Great fucking. Fuck it. Fuck I think we really, really tightened it up, guys. Like. <laughs> Because no, I love the so adding. Like, no, listen, okay, if we're gonna talk Game of Thrones. Let's break it down. We in our segments because every week we write each other and we say, okay, this is what we're gonna talk about, which we usually do the day of. <laughs> um, so there's no yeah, research. Thirty minutes to study. <laughs> Congratulations, you have to study yesterday. <laughs> but um, 
Adney's like, okay, since Game of Thrones, like we get, we all get so excited and we all want to like jump off and give our ideas and oh, sidebar this, sidebar that. But Adney's like, no, let's break down each episode by little segments of what we like the most, what we should talk about the most, the main points. Like the, the, the three points. most important things that we there have to get to so we're not scrambling. Well, what was the what was in the episode? Anyways, but no, we did good. Uh, moving but, on. Last week we touched on uh, Chris's shout out. We wanted to talk about um somebody crazy. And I even opened the podcast with giving him another. Ah, ah, ah. I, I'm just gonna keep doing it now. For everyone who's like, God damn it, I'm so annoyed. Why do you keep doing that? I'm about to break it down. So, the whole entire reason that we're talking about Chance is because of the Cracked podcast. Cracked came on and they do a they did a normal podcast that they usually do, but. Chance was a running theme during the whole entire it podcast. It went with the theme of the episode. It's the main podcast that I listen to out of every podcast. I'll find different ones. Everything like I listen to Bill Burr too all the time. But yeah, whenever Burr's, Crack Burr's. comes out with one, it's the most I'm interested. It's the most I'll listen to, and I've re-listened to episodes plenty of times. Their 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 information just it's just amazing. You know, now people are gonna turn away from our podcast and <laughs> to Crack because you're fucking <laughs> so stroking. Jack O'Brien. Basically, he he has music. It's been a running theme Hard throughout. Hard not to. <laughs> what turned me on the most is I listened to the first episode and they, he fucking had Neutral Milk Hotel as the last song. It's such a rare fucking band. Neutral Milk Hotel, one of my favorite bands of all time. And I always try to tell people, you got to check out this band. So I was instantly hooked, instantly hooked because of that. And then the information, obviously, that gets out of it. But Chris the actual talk- podcast was pretty good. <laughs> months, months ago, uh... Jack O'Brien, he had a podcast and he was talking about, I think he was talking about basically uh, things that are amazing. It was like almost like things that are amazing that no one really knows about in a sense. And he brings up Chance the Rapper. Things that are amazing that nobody knows about. It was something along those lines. (laughs) I I think people know about Chance the Rapper. (laughs) Now, but they didn't. (laughs) But I I believe it was something along those lines or something like that. But he he had a purpose to bring up Chance. It, It was relevant to the episode. And Adney and I heard Chance the Rapper. Didn't really think nothing of it. Chris coming in hot, talking about Chance constantly. Like, this guy is just, he's fucking amazing. He's doing something new. He's doing something the creative um, out of fucking uh, Chicago, right? Yep. Out of Chicago. Yeah. And Chris Sandy has been Knight. wanting to talk about it. And Chirac. then and then Chris is like, Chance 3's coming out. Chance 3's coming out. It's coloring book. He talked about it last week. Well, now, Cracked did an episode, and Jack O'Brien, every song featured on this episode of Cracked was all from Chance the Rapper. And I had to, I told Chris about it, and he was like, all stoked. Like, fuck yeah, at least someone else appreciates <laughs> it as much as me. Yeah, 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 whatever the thing. <laughs> ah! Hey, whatever. Like that's what peacocks sound like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's a great sound. I hope you shouldn't get stuck. Your charger don't work. That's funny because this is his lyrics. That's why I was so Is he the one that talks shit on like the like? I hope this and that this happens. Yeah, that's him. It's all silly, basic shit. That's him. Yeah. What? I gotta hear that song because I saw someone post like post a section. He was talking about it. Post a section from that song of saying like. Like, I hope this happens. He's like sitting in a chair, right? I hope your grandma get it. I hope that <laughs> he doesn't say that. It's just little stupid That's shit. That's like so that. fucking funny. But yeah, hit us up. Okay, but um, the reason why we're talking about Chance is because of Kanye as well. And that's why we're really going to go off. But I have to bring it up because I have points as to why I love the Kanye influence that Chance has taken from him, but I also hate it at the same time. He's in, so, yeah, he was influenced by, I mean, a great thing that happened to me today, today, what happened is, um, 
My fucking phone just stopped working, and I don't understand why. It would just constantly say searching, and when it connect to the AT&T network, I couldn't get LTE, I couldn't get 3G, 4G, nothing. It would just constantly say searching, searching, and then randomly it would pick up a couple bars, and I'd be able to like text you guys in the group chat or do whatever I might be able to do. So I was super aggravated. I was super aggravated because my phone wasn't fucking working. I couldn't talk to anybody. I'm in the fucking loader all day. It's just like I get super irritable because I'm literally just moving dirt. Moving dirt all day. I get this dirt pile and I screen yeah. this dirt pile. We all know you're a dirt farmer. Are you in a giant like, mach- like yeah. machinery? Yeah, dude. That's it's a so fucking money, dude. huge loader. The loader is fucking like a million fucking dollars. Like everything it sounds that we manly, work a with. A loader. Like that sounds like you're shooting semen and like it's I'm a, a fucking, loader. It's like um, when you're a little fucking kid and you have the yellow John Deere yeah, bulldozer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that fucking thing. That's so cool. Yeah. I had Tonka, but whatever. Okay, Tonka. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how poor you are. So anyways, I'm super fucking mad and I'm frustrated because my phone's not working. My phone's not working and I'm mad. I'm starting to irritable and then like it just starts piling on and then I start thinking about my bills and it's like oh I have insurance boom and then I was like oh I have student loans and it's like oh I have this I have this and like it all just started like fucking condensing on this one fucking moment and it was because of my fucking phone not getting serviced because I can't afford to go get a 64 fucking gig iPhone right now it's just not in my means so I'm fucking fuming 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 and then my grandma's like okay well we gotta go do this and I'm like okay I gotta go do this and when I'm not in the control room with my gramps, I can listen to music. But when I'm in the control room, I just start, like, my mind just starts racing because yeah, it's yeah. me and him in there. We'll talk about politics. We'll, we'll talk about whatever it might be. So once I got to leave and I'm fuming and I'm mad and I'm like, I'm going to wind up being a bum. Like, I can't fucking take it. <laughs> like, I'm just getting so fucking fed up. And then I put on a fucking chant song and instantly it all goes away. I have a fucking smile on my face. I start hopping a fucking round. Like, it's so crazy. Because if people don't know, Chris can fucking dance. Get back on the I'm rig, not Chris. even joking. Like, I, I, oh, I have a little bit of dance music and only because watching Chris in Portland. I have, I have, it's an homage. <laughs> no, I have stolen, like, some, like, Chris can fucking dance. Adam stole a little bit of your dance music. <laughs> like, we're like, this guy is good, man. Hey, I, I don't think people know that because I've never seen you dance really for. anymore. But, dude, you used to get down like a motherfucker. I went through this whole, like, little phase. Well, Ricky and of, Eddie uh, were in a dance group. They could dance, like, yeah. crazy. You I went see- through this whole little phase of, like, EDM and whatnot. Actually, that's going to, that's in this whole entire conversation. So, Chance just released this new album. And the thing that I love about Chance is moods. Moods, moods, moods. And I get, I sit here and I preach moods and emotion to you guys. He can make me feel happy. He doesn't really do the sad stuff. He doesn't, he doesn't, he'll do, like, uh, love and, like, uh, a tangible love and then like an intangible love and something that he's lost or whatever it might be but it always has this upbeat vibe and i think that's why jack o'brien was bringing it up on the podcast is because even though the songs have like a deep meaning there's still the emotion and the mood of everything is upbeat so anyways i just want to break it down real fast chances have three album slash mixtapes they're considered mixtapes because he doesn't sell them but they're produced as albums. Like, the quality of the songs and everything, it's good. It's not like it's a shitty production or anything like that. But Which funny is he has a song called Mixtape on the new album, Yeah, right? on the new album. Yeah, because it's a mixtape. No, but, okay, so I have a whole thing about that, too, on why this one is considered an album and not a mixtape. But anyways, the thing that I am trying to get to, because we're going to go to Kanye and how crazy fucking Kanye is. Right now, Kanye is not a genius. Okay, can we just fucking say that right we fucking now? We said it now? before, episode like, 14. Kanye's never been a genius. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, uh, he's always been a self-proclaimed he's genius. A, he's a lyrical no, genius. If you not a genius, genius okay. then that's what he's There's not. There's a difference. <laughs> a lyrical you know, if genius, you, if you tell genius. somebody something enough times, 
after it'll get lost in history, and all of a sudden now it's true. And now He's it's lore. true. Kanye's exactly. lore. That's why <laughs> he keeps saying it because it'll get lost in a thousand Repetition. years from now. Terrorists, exactly. terrorism, exactly. terrorism, terrorism, <laughs> terrorism, terrorism are coming so to get you. <laughs> terrorism is coming oh. to get you. Ali did the same thing when he kept calling himself the greatest. Exactly. Right, exactly. Out, of the, right out of the Olympics. That's all he ever said. And, and now he's considered when I ask the greatest. Who's like, the greatest boxer? Of course he isn't. Well, he's undoubtedly one of the greatest that ever lived. One. But saying it so much helped him become what he is now. And if I asked an, an average fan, uh, uh, you know, an occasional watcher of boxing, and I said, who's the best boxer in the world? They would say Ali. Majority, majority of them. Most of them would the say The greatest ever. Ali. Oh, it's Ali. Because he said it. It sounded like Ali's the greatest ever. There Everyone you says go. That, right? There it's you thing, go. Right? Exactly. So Have you ever seen him fight? No. Right. So, so Kanye is appealing to the average fan. But see, that's Kanye. Even Dak likes Kanye. propaganda. Dak, Dak likes Kanye. It's like from 2012 and on. Now, Kanye did have... Okay, I've just got to go all the way back. The reason why I even found Chance was Chance was because of Kanye. Because I was listening to Kanye back in like 06, 04. I listened to Through the Wire, the very fucking first fucking song Kanye ever had. He literally had his jaw wired fucking shot because he got his ass fucking beat or I can't remember exactly the exact why his mouth was wired shut or whatever but he had to go get surgery and his went on like this and he had to talk like this because everything was in a cage. But it made his voice and it made his rhythm sound really good. So he did an entire album called Through the Wire because he had to oh, constantly rap Okay, so no, this is this was this is me getting okay. This is me. This is me trying to. For Kardashians came along. This is me trying to relate to Kanye because he keeps self-proclaiming himself a genius. He doesn't get called a genius by Wu Tang. He hasn't been called a genius by Dr. Dre. So he hasn't been called. It's an average rap fan because when I listen to Illmind of Hobson Seven, I'm like, he's a fucking literal Hobson genius. Hobson is a genius. That's Hobson different. is a genius. Yeah, see, there that's you go. So crazy. I, I love hear that you something that, that so is crazy. outside of the realm of. But see, the that's what Kanye rap. did in 04. Well, he was on Chappelle's show, actually. Chappelle's show featured him. One of, dude, mm-hmm. he featured him as somebody. But that was in his through the wire. That was in his through the wire. That's where Adam to quote from. Because I'm. Uh, what, is, what does he say? Because oh, my life is dope and I do dope shit. <laughs> he said that on the phone in front of Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Everything he's ever done was say that. Because oh someone said, What are you doing? He's on seeing skits I've never seen before. <laughs> I'm hanging out in the studio with Dave Chappelle, watching some stuff that ain't been released yet. Really? How are you doing that? You know, because my life is dope and I do dope shit. <laughs> that was almost word. Dave Chappelle tells that story like on talk shows, it's and it's almost fucking word amazing. Almost word exactly what happened, and it's so good. So this guy had the ego even then, even then in his first fucking record, he still had the ego. People appreciate, but, appreciate but he had to work at his art. Now he doesn't have to work at his art. Now it's He's already garbage. made it. But hold on, let me. Sorry. I'm I'm building. I'm building. Right, right motherfucker. That's. So anyways, he made Through the Wire. Great album. It wasn't his best. Uh, critically, in my opinion, are going to be two different fucking things. Because critically, it's going to be this album, and my favorite is this album. But anyways, so he did Through the through the Wire. And Chance was my age at this time. Chance is 22. I'm 25. So Chance was like 12 or 11 at this time when Through the Wire came out. Okay. So he's in there. He's listening to hip-hop. And this is an album that comes out. And Through the Wire was a great album because of the ambition. Like, you have to understand, like, his jaw's wired shut. And he makes a 13 fucking track, 14 track. I can't remember the exact tracks. But anyways, his next album comes out. It's called Graduation. This was in my 07, 08 year. This is my favorite album. 
and it's because it gave me vibes that I got earlier today. Graduation does the same thing that Chance still does in his music today, and that's why I think Chance is catching on right now, because right now, that emotion and that mood isn't into the music that you're listening to unless... You have these like niches, like like Stevie gets it. I know Stevie gets it from his bluegrass, and you probably get it from a, a different vein as well. But the great thing about Chance is he's like I don't want to say commercializing it, but he's making it more accessible. More accessible. There you go. Because I like sometimes that. Because you have my to... shits, you have to find it. You have to find these songs. Because for me, finding the devil makes you find your songs. Dude, that doesn't mean you're gonna it, it, get it. Yeah, like, if you listen to an album, if you listen to a band that doesn't make the fucking hair on your neck stand up, I always use that. I love that. It's like yeah, because I told you that like when you were fourteen. No, you're fucking yeah. Hey, let's get over this. Skip, skip. Okay, listen, it's it. Well, it's, I oh, well, I use. I wasn't it gonna say bad. anything. I use it. He, he I, just read I, your I face. I said, Stop music, reading I his like, face. I, I told you, music should make the hair on the back of your neck sound. That's what music is supposed to do. What we hear most of the time is just bullshit. There you go. Then I get it from Adney. Then I get that from Adney. I've been saying it for. Maybe I, I I stole it from Adney because I stole it. Parallel thinking. No, it's not parallel He's thinking. a rubbish. I've before. Okay. He's sucking no. up trees and For, cars. Okay, listen, and from all the coke and meth and fucking ecstasy, my brain cells are dead. I'm picking at a couple of my I'm jokes. picking <laughs> out of the swamp that is my brain cells, and I'm taking the best things out. Everything else I forgot. So yes, I. So what Adney said. Uh, what I have shared that Adney told me, if the fucking hair on your neck doesn't stand up, then it's not worth listening to. It's not worth telling people And about. that's what and happened I get that with, with Kanye West's graduation album with me in like 07, I'm pretty sure it was. So <laughs> I, I love that I fucking remember. album because it was full of- I don't remember of, anything. What did I do yesterday? What's your name? It's <laughs> full of vibes. It's full of moods. One of my favorite songs is called The Good Life. Welcome to the good life. It feels like Atlanta. It feels like- You guys haven't heard that no, song? No, Dakota will probably sing it. Dak will sing it all day Dakota long. would- be Dak, a great person to be here Dak with me in this conversation. Dak is Okay, Dak she was yes. about Kanye, but Kanye ever, and I feel, okay, so Kanye did graduation, and I think that's where Chance pulls his most influence from because it's full of emotions and vibes, and it's mostly Kanye on the I album. I love that you were graduating not, at that time, too. No, it's which fucking makes crazy. It work perfect for you. And Kanye didn't use that much auto-tune. Like, it was in, he wasn't in this fucking mode that he's in right now. Like, every fucking song on his newest album, he is auto-tuning no, himself. I think it's what he is, he's, he's turning into the Michael Bay of film, I mean, of music Maybe. industry, because prior yeah. to that, <laughs> he had to use part of that. He had to use dialogue. Yeah. Okay. There was no computer animation. Had, he had <laughs> actual stories, but now it's not about the stories, but the technology you're exactly. using. Exactly. No, but, but, but see, the thing is, remember, remember, remember Boondocks made fun of that with fucking Thugnificent? He could think of oh, yeah. his album and start using auto-tune, and they're all like, check this out. If you got auto-tune, you, you don't even have to be able to say it, He's like, like, like this yeah, is wet. Yeah. That's just trash. That sound like tr- garbage. Garbage, <laughs> nigga. I don't know Thugnificent, but that sound like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hold on, hold on. Yeah, about the Stagnificence. That show was amazing. Graduation is actually considered, like, to a critic standpoint, one of his worst albums. And I don't know why. Yeah, I love that album. But it wasn't necessarily because of the lyrics. It it was the mood and the vibe of everything. But that is like Titanic. No, but it's for you, Chris. It's like, you don't get to tell me how I feel. That album, to me, mattered because it made me feel this certain way. To critics, the next album he did which was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which dakota always brings up to 
to just me yeah. in general. Uh, I've, heard her, say, I've his, heard her say that collection of words. That is his uh, critically acclaimed, and I can't lie. Like he, the way he produces on there, um, the features that he gets, it's a great album. It really is. It flows it really like, well together. To go digger or whatever the fuck is that? Like all that I, bullshit. I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, you, okay. I, you'd have to look it up. You know, and I might be even missing an album because he has released a couple. But this is the album that I actually have the most problem with because this is the album where the auto tune started coming into play. But this was the album when the auto tune was hot and everybody wanted to do the auto tune. So this is where I feel, and I my opinion is seriously five percent. People do not think the same. People love that album. I enjoy I the album for how it's produced, but I hate Kanye on that album. He has great features. He's got a couple good verses, but he you can you can see the change in him from graduation to that that. He graduated. He graduated into a shittier artist. That's what I feel like. I feel like, like in graduation, it was his roots. Like he was just singing because he was fucking happy. He finally got a record deal and all this stuff. And then he he got thinking that he has to be this iconic image, this bigger than life guy. I feel like you said roots because he's black. Well, I mean, whatever. (laughs) But okay, the whole reason I'm even bringing this up because I want to talk about Chance and he wants to, uh, Stevie wants to talk about Kanye because he went fucking crazy on Ellen. But (laughs) 10 Day, so Chance has three mixtapes. The first one's called 10 Day. The second one's called Acid Rap, and the third one's called Color. All of it's called Acid Rap. And you can see the greatest thing about Chance that Kanye failed to do, and I will say this to any motherfucker, is show his progression through music. Not show his progression by telling Not his everybody, image. I'm progressing! He wasn't, Look at me progressing! He wasn't selling his progression... He was showing it. He was letting it speak for itself. He's like, that that was so fucking So on 10 Day, this is the biggest thing for me. I'm so good at describing shit. On 10 Day, he doesn't do any of that stuff on acid rap. The I, 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 those aren't even really in there. There's a couple, but not really. He doesn't change the influx on his voice. He doesn't get like this, and he doesn't go down the way. It's just regular. He's doing it like this. The whole entire thing. And he did it in 10 days. That's why he called it 10 Day. And he was in high school when he fucking did it. He decided he was going to make an album, a mixtape, because he didn't sell it. It's only considered an album if you sell it, which is going to bring me to my fucking final point. Mixtape, they hand out. Everyone's like, this mixtape is fire. Take my mixtape. Take my mixtape. It's fire. That's why your house is burning down. Right, exactly. Take my mixtape. It's fire. So, 10 Day comes out. My hand's burnt. Don't worry. I'm the unburnt. This is fire. While 10 Day came out, (laughs) he was listening. all mixtapes. While 10 Day came down, he was listening to Graduation. So, he released 10 Days in 10 Days. 10 Day in 10 Days. So he didn't have a lot of room to grow. It was just him. Pretty much, that was his rawest mixtape. He's just he's just figuring everything out. And then Acid Rap, what happened is he listened to Graduation a million fucking times. And he could see the different vibes. Did he state that he was and the emotions Graduation in fan there. at all? Did yeah, he? of course. He, Kanye's his biggest influence. He has come out and said that multiple fucking times. And it's gonna all, this is all leading to Coloring Book and Kanye's influence on Chance's third mixtape slash album. So anyways... The first album, no inflictions, no emotion. It was just raw rapper stuff. And I enjoy it. I really do. I enjoy it. And he has a couple features in there. And that's from Kanye. Because Kanye really... Usually people, when they were making a record before Kanye fucking put out My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, it was full of features. That's kind of why I fucking hate the album. Because there's like three tracks on there that's just Kanye. It's 15, 16 tracks. Everything's a feature. And it's just Kanye doing his... Vocalized fucking 
shit, but it's produced really well, and the songs are great. Like, I can't even like. I just hate Kanye. I just hate him when he once he went to Auto Tune. He was Nick Furying, is what he was doing. Yeah, like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna bring together these amazing which people. Which he was really good at. He's really good at that. Give you a great team effort. But me alone is kind of, you know. And I got through the wire in graduation. That was all him. There was a couple features on graduations. Through the wire was all fucking Kanye. Like, so anyways. And then he, what Chance did for Acid Rap is he took all the influences and everything that Kanye's doing. He's like, okay, so Kanye on graduation, Kanye went and he was changing his influx and he was making it super, super vibey. That's something that I didn't do on 10 Day. 10 Day was straight, just raw, mixtape, rapper, straight on beats hook, like or whatever. Acid exactly. Rap, get a better hook. Get people but more Acid influence. Rap is going to be more vibey. Yeah. It's going to include emotions and it's going to include stories. And he built all that from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Graduation from fucking Kanye. That's why I have to bring Kanye up whenever I bring Chance up. Acid Rap, in my opinion, is one of the best albums ever because he was microdosing on acid the entire time. He was fucking. So he wasn't taking six hits. He wasn't tripping. And then going balls. in there. Exactly. He was microdosing. He was taking just a little bit yeah. to really start feeling everything. Like, oh shit, I'm starting to trip out. I'm not going to take more and go there. I'm going to stay at this level and now I'm going to try to write. And now I'm going to write. Dude, dude, a lot of fucking. Look at Lewis Carroll. Fucking exactly. acid right there. I mean, it's like a lot of a lot of people use that. A lot of people. I mean, we psilocybin, could, psilocybin. We got. We can, we can do a whole so many fucking people. On We've been talking about that. We're gonna do it. Ladies yeah, we gentlemen. will do it. Especially will, once I do the DMT on acid. Yes. We will be doing. We will <laughs> do a thing. We should microdose we're gonna go out, do a podcast. We're, we got. I got a. I got a great spot picked out in the woods where we could do this shit. Okay. So anyways, Acid Rap's a great album because you get to see Chance experimenting. As he is laying down the track, he'll do certain little inflictions that you're like, what the fuck is that? So Acid Rap is kind of a really hard mixtape slash album to get into because he's doing weird shit. Who the fuck likes, I, 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 like, I'm sure so many fucking people are annoyed with me that I keep fucking doing that. But you just really start to love it because you get to understand that he's putting his heart and soul in this. There's inflictions, there's emotions, he, he's having vibes, fun. he's having fun. Those this noises him. are him having fun. And it's infectious it gave me a personal relationship with Chance I felt because of Acid Rap that I know this guy a little bit more because of these little inflictions because he's, he t- no he's microdosing on right acid as this. he's doing the album who has this. ever fucking done that first of all who is like Jimmy a heroin <laughs> but it's not microdosing. But it, that hasn't that wasn't microdosing. They were getting super fucking high on heroin. It's different. That's all heroin. Every band ever. Stevie Borgesi. Okay. Stevie Alice Borgesi. They didn't. No, the Beatles didn't write their album on acid. Oh. They took acid and then wrote the album. They didn't take acid while writing the album. You're probably right. I don't know. No, I looked it up because oh, I knew did? the Beatles were gonna fucking come up oh, because right. that was the one example that I kept pulling up in my, my fucking brain. I was not attacking you. I'm just saying the Beatles didn't actually write while they were fucking dosed up they dosed up decompressed or whatever came back and then they wrote about their experience on like, acid exactly that, Lewis or what is something in the sky with diamonds what the fuck yeah is Lucy. Lucy Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Lucy <laughs> Lucy in the sky with diamonds okay all that shit he said oh I wrote it with my son or my so kid. to wrap up the You're chance acid, the, we're gonna wrap up the chance <laughs> we're, gonna, kid. we're gonna move the, we're gonna move the Kanye Finally, uh, so Acid Rap was released in 2012, and it, or 2013, and then this year, 2016. So it's been three years since Chance has released an album, but he's constantly doing features. 
He's just, he does little tracks, and he just gives them out. He gives them out. He gives them out. The entire career of Chance the Rapper has been free music. There has not been one fucking track a true fan as myself has actually paid for until Coloring Book came out. And it erupted within his fan base. So when he was releasing Coloring Book, everyone and himself hashtagged it as Chance 3. It was Chance 3. I said it before. I was like, Chance 3, Chance 3. And then once it was released, it was called Coloring Book. But it wasn't released. Like all these mixtapes and everything, they'd just be on sites. And then you'd be able to download it. Boom. Easy. No payment. No nothing. And he wanted you to have it. He was giving it out to everybody. If somebody was trying to sell it, he would sue them. and be like, no, you can't sell that. That's my work. That is now copyright infringement. You're either going to give it to him or you're going to fucking pay me. And so with this deal... Because he wants to win a Grammy. Because he thinks that he is just as good as Kanye. And I think he is too. I love Chance. Better. But, <coughs> but um, better. better. Anyways, we'll go on the Kanye thing later. What I'm talking about right now. So Chance went from 10 Day, which was straight just raw, mixtape, stolen beats. That's why it was a mixtape. Because he didn't have any producers. So they were going to be rinsed beats that you've already heard before. Whether it be the next episode from Dr. Dre or whatever. And then he goes to Acid Rap. All originally pro- produced beats. All just amazing. Acid Rap is an amazing mixtape. I recommend everybody to get it. And you can get it for free. You don't even have to fucking pay for it. All it's going to... You have to spend a little bit of time. That's it. But it's an amazing album. And then Coloring Book came out. But Coloring Book didn't come out like all the other ones. All the other ones just came out. And you were able to get it. You were able to download. No, 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 no. Coloring Book came out on Apple Music. It didn't come out anywhere else. I couldn't go on Hot New Hip Hop and download it. I couldn't go to World Star. And I couldn't go to my, my normal veins, Dat Piff and all this stuff to get this fucking album. So at this point, I'm such a diehard Chance fan that there's an entire Twitter group chat devoted to diehard Chance fans. And there's about 250 of us in there. And what Chance did is he first comes That's out and he says... your group chat, basically. Yeah. That's in your group chat, huh? And so Chance comes out and he says, okay, I'm not going to sell the album. This is what made everybody fucking mad. He comes out and he's like, I'm not going to sell the album, but in order for me to make money and keep doing what I want to fucking do, I need to get paid, so you're all going to buy posters and you're going to self-promote for me. So I fucking went on his site. I genius. I bought 10 fucking posters for $20. Ten posters for twenty. That's ridiculous. And they're not like posters that you can put they're huge on your laptop. Fuck. They're fucking. I big. saw them. They're, they're huge. So big. They're. I think it's like thirty six by forty two or some crazy. They're huge and they're meant to put up on like um, subways, um, trams, trolleys, um, buildings, wherever there's a music venue at or something like that to promote his album of coloring. But he was also featured on what show with Stephen Stephen Colbert featured him or who featured him? So oh, um, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon featured Chance. He went on Jimmy that's Fallon. That's right there, dude. That. But is he got Jimmy Fallon phenomenal. because of Kanye, and that's why I have to still give Kanye his due whenever it comes to Chance because he featured Chance. On Fallon in January on the first song that Kanye released from the life of Pablo called Ultralight Beam. And the best part of that entire performance <laughs> was Chance. That's what we talked about when we talked about that whole album. We talked about, well, the Chance part was good. Mm-hmm. Everything else sucked. <laughs> what is it, Life of Pablo? Like, you know, Pablo Picasso. Or, oh, get the fuck out of here. Or the that other Pablo. That was my fucking talk. I know. Ooh, Pablo, or the other Pablo. Uh, Pablo the, Francisco, the comedian. Escobar? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Escobar. Pablo Francisco, the comedian. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> it's hilarious that yeah, he's calling himself a genius. I want to. I want to. <laughs> okay, so the posters. Back to the posters. So by the posters, you said something made you mad though. Yeah, they weren't complete. Well, I don't know if. What are you getting at? You gotta tell me. No, I was just trying to get you back on track. No, I the the posters weren't complete because it has its chance and he's looking down. Okay, the first one on ten day, he's looking up. On acid rap, he's looking right at you, and on this one, he's looking down. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So on the first one, he was looking up to his idols. On the second one, he was looking you in the face, telling you this is who I am. And on the third one, he was looking at a picture of his daughter. But the entire thing of his daughter is cut out. And that's the whole reason he named it Coloring Book and not Chance 3 was for his daughter. It's a coloring book, and it's a coloring book of his life. And so each track within the coloring book is a story within a monumental time in Chance's life that he's had to re-look and understand on how it has made him a better person. And that's why Holy shit, I love Chance so much. That? It's crazy. It's a concept album. It's a concept album, exactly. Whoa, dude, and that's the first track, amazing. The first track on the album is with Kanye. Someone that he looked up to since that started him, basically, yeah, that got him in the flow of where inspired him, yeah, inspired him, that, and influenced Dude, him. That's fucking great. This is an amazing story. No, he's amazing. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Coloring book, that's genius. You flip through the pages, you color. And so we didn't even know the whole the, the poster or whatever is chance, and he's got like, um, he's got a hat on. He's looking down. He's, he's got a hat on in the background. Uh, it's like red and orange in the background. I mean, look it up. I bought ten posters, but I hung them up. It cuts off right at his wrists, so you don't get to see what he's looking down at. And then a week after, the album got released on Apple Music, and that's my final point, and then we'll go on to your thing, was that the final part of it, which was another fucking poster that you can buy for fucking 20 fucking dollars, and then you go up and you put it by your other posters, was was his daughter. And it was his hands with his daughter, and the daughter's like beaming, like glowing light and shit. It was really oh, fucking epic, dude. Cool, it, it's man. really fucking cool. And so, Coloring Book is amazing because it's the exact opposite of Acid Rap. Acid Rap, he's not really talking about God. He's not really talking about his beliefs. He's just going off the dome and he's just thinking crazy fucking thoughts. There's no structure. It's fucking chaos. It's all over the fucking place, but it's beautiful. On this one, it's straight structure and gospel. And that's the only... And it's not even... I don't even... It's not that I even hate the gospel... Um, certain gospel songs. Dude, I love There's two gospel, songs. Hey, I'm a gospel music motherfucker. I know so many gospels on guitar. I love gospel music just because I don't believe I appreciate the lore of mm-hmm. all religion, like the history behind it, all that stuff, which my fucking tattoo, for instance. But yeah. I-, I love playing gospel music and I love listening to gospel. Most bluegrass originally started from gospel fucking music. Yeah. So I can appreciate that 100%. No, I and I we all are fucking atheist, agnostic, whatever you want to fucking. We are not somebody who's non-believer. Like, oh, fucking, I'm a Christian, non-believer podcast. <laughs> so, if I'm enjoying this, then anybody can enjoy it because <laughs> I'm an adamant person about like, <laughs> dude, fuck that. I'm not a fucking, <laughs> exactly. Smash so. his fucking thing on my tummy. <laughs> so the whole album's great, and then I'll just do one song. So Jack O'Brien featured uh, "Summer Friends," which is a great song. "Summer Friends" is about. He said it was his favorite song on that. On the, and I can understand why because it's about Chance growing up yeah. in Chicago in the fucking ghetto, seeing people killed, seeing this, but then yet yeah, the the next day 
running by the fire hydrant with two of his fucking friends, and then fucking bam, five minutes later, someone's fucking shot, and they gotta fucking run home or whatever. So there's this whole entire vibe with Summer Friends that he's losing through his life, his friends, because of Chicago and because of the violence in Chicago. And what he's really trying to say is, I want all these people back. Why can't we stop the violence? That's the whole, really, the theme of the song is to damn, stop the damn. violence in Chicago. My favorite song is called Same Drugs, and it's about how he had to grow from the relationship with his previous girl. Him and his girl were super tight, like almost going to get married and all that stuff. And it's just, it's the whole story kind of about how they just grew apart from each other and their interests aren't the same they're not doing the same thing anymore and they don't really mesh at all anymore and it just drew such a great parallel to my life and Jackie I'll say it and Jackie my ex because me and her have been so tight we were me and Jackie first started messing around in 2008 2008, dude. No, 2008. It's fucking two times. That's eight years ago. So I have I grown. I've grown. I've grown with this chick, and we have fucked on and on since last but you didn't year, date dude. Till... We dated twice. We Wait, dated no, twice. You didn't. There, there was a split off though, because there was a split because I moved to Portland and then I came back. No, and then but we even tried before that, when, when, you, when did you start dating? Because we I'm... dated. I think I want to say like 2010, and then we broke up oh, okay, because okay. we were at the 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 house like. Bash or bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. The five bedroom, the five bedroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's not it. Was it was just I I was able to relate so much to that song because we have gone in such different paths and like we try to not even hook up, just like be around one another, and it's like we don't even want to be there anymore. And that's the whole entire fucking vibe of the song is how him and this girl were fucking like so fucking tight, couldn't be away from one another, and through the years, now they can't even fucking stand each other, and they don't really want to fuck around with each other at all. And it's called Same Drugs. You were young. You were 18, and you were inseparable, but you grew up, yeah. and you both grew up to be different people. Exactly. And that's, that's pretty touching. It's the most so, relationship <laughs> It's the most friendship relationship to go. But the relationship thing that I hated be. about Coloring Book was auto-tune. Chance had never in any one of his motherfucking songs done autotune because he doesn't need it. Chance the, the he's not the greatest singer, but the infliction, the emotion, the vibe, the With, pitch, that's what I like about rap. Everything it's else, different. Like exactly. You, you, can, you, you, you don't, don't have, have to be, to be a, a great singer. singer. And he's so influenced by Kanye that he was like, okay, well, if Kanye's doing this, then I'm gonna do it. And then he fucking did a vocalized track and. I like it, but it's not chance. It's not chance, and you can he just saw, see like, the success when exactly when, when Kanye did Auto Tune, how successful he was with Lil Cry. Like that leads Let me. I'll try some to get this thing fucking you know. And that huge. leads me to my last point about the whole thing is why he released Coloring Book on Apple Music, and I think it was because of Kanye, because Kanye's sitting there and he's now influencing Chance on a personal level, like they're talking to each other. Chance was featured on four. Of Kanye's songs on his new album, and Kanye only kept one verse from Ultra Light Beam. He only kept the one verse. And so I thought Chance would be a little hurt by that and kind of finally whoa, what I whoa. wanted him to you do. Mean, you mean, I wanted him to four split. songs and he only featured one verse? Kanye from only put one of the verses on it. He had four songs that he was featured on, and Kanye only kept one of the verses for one whoa, of the songs. Whoa, yeah. That's Fucked up. No, I like you, but I'll keep one out of four. That's that's not a good. Three I mean, he doesn't. He okay. doesn't feel. I don't want the attention to be taken away from me. That's what I. 
God, that's exactly what I was going to bring up, is I think that was all because of Kanye's ego. But what really made me mad is that Chance, instead of deflecting from that and kind of not being angry, but realizing that him and Kanye just aren't in the same vein, that would have been better for, I think, Coloring Book, because he released it on Apple Music because Kanye told him to release it on Apple Music. I'm sure there was a little bit like, oh, of course, he's the deciding factor, but he released it on Apple Music. He was influenced. So he, he was could influenced. get his, a his, Grammy, his, and the only reason he wants to get a Grammy is because Kanye is sitting there saying, well, you only great if you get a Grammy. You only get... He didn't say shit about a Grammy. I mean, he would reference Damn, it, but it wasn't... about a Grammy? Half of these critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me. That was Eminem. Eminem. But, yeah. <laughs> Slim, but anyways, win? wouldn't I, it be weird? Like, wow, so I got, Kanye I, I the whole is rap. at the point now where <laughs> so, so this the only is all, white thing that I know. So that, now we're gonna song did not age well. Now we're gonna go right into you. So I feel that the whole reason that Chance even released this album on through specifically Apple Music. So somebody was a G and was like, oh, this shit's only on Apple Music. Paid for Apple Music and straight recorded it, ripped it down from Apple Music no, and put it on that. No, that is fuck. <laughs> My dude. My dude. Don't even fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, yeah, fuck you. That's, and watch that guy be the next up-and-coming rapper to give out mixtapes. <laughs> Guaranteed. That's the next guy coming oh, out with some shit that's influenced. He's the next chance right there, giving out mixtapes. Funny. I just I'm so glad I don't I, I I will never see Chance on Ellen talking about Picasso and Steve Jobs <laughs> and saying how like this this Picasso's dead okay Steve Jobs he okay dead. so wait <laughs> okay let's go let's go right into that let's talk about what you're talking about but first I'm gonna say oh four to oh nine I'll even push it is 2010 Kanye wasn't a genius but he was somebody. Somebody that I really appreciated and that I actually loved listening to his music until Yeezus came out. Yeezus. So, in conclusion, um, everyone should check out Chance. Um, if you like bluegrass, if you like country, it doesn't matter because Chance isn't necessarily well, just if you like a, a wide range of music, or you can like, just... You, like, it's like just, we said, there's it's a, a great vibe, man. There's like, you feel good listening to the fucking music. And with any music, okay, it doesn't matter what you like the most. You could find something that's phenomenal and great within different genres. For instance, I don't... I listen to bluegrass mostly, yes, old folk. But then I listen to something like the Omine of Hobson 7. Uh, Dude, it's like... I've listened to that a million times. I fucking love it. And I get the same thing when I listen to um, Immortal Technique. I love Immortal Technique. He's a storyteller, and that's the rap that I like. When when people are all on fucking uh, he actually has a lot to Little say. Wayne. When people are all on Little Wayne's jock and all this shit. Okay, hold on. The shit Before that you, you no, hold, hold on. on. I'm not Before you go on, O two to O six, Lil Wayne is that's what I'm saying. Okay. So good. So Joel, like, I'm sorry. Joel Larosa, Joel Money Larosa, which you guys know on the podcast, it's your best friend because people love him. Um, he would blast it. We would get down to it. That's fine. But I could, I never had the appreciation for Little Wayne. Sure, I can get down to it. I can have fun and all that. But I can, I can listen to Little John and from the window to the world. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know, I can listen to all that stuff and have an appreciation. That's I, I the can, party can, song. I can listen to it and have fun, but I can't appreciate it. I don't remember it in a sense of like this touched me emotionally. It doesn't make you feel anything. Exactly. Yeah. But then I listen to stuff like Tupac, which is a storyteller. When I listen to fucking Brenda's Baby, when I listen to fucking Change, like this shit. Like Hail Mary, those songs make me feel something. There's there's stories in there that like man, this like 
Right now, I'm, I feel like I'm getting goosebumps. You get that, you know, that mm-hmm. butterfly oh, feeling? I got it while I was talking yeah. about Chance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, when, oh, when you get that butterfly <laughs> feeling, as soon as I said change, like, dude, my, like, honestly, I get the butterfly feeling. I can hear the lyrics in my head. I, I feel something every time I listen to it. And it's like, some songs, man, have you ever listened to something that almost brings tears to your eyes? Because you're so joyous. It's it's happy tears. Whether it's a sad song or a happy song, you're still like, man, like this. And, and both feel... uh, both songs, both both versions have gotten me. A sad song has gotten me and a happy song. Do you, do, both. You, do you ever do this? When you're listening to a song, do you ever imagine yourself on stage as the one singing it? No. I always do that. Really? Every, cause, well, maybe it's because I play guitar a lot. But, oh, I, I, that makes sense. I, but I always think of, like, man, if only I had a good voice. And I always think of, like, if only, you know, if only I was on stage singing. So I always do that Devil Makes Three. It's like, man, I always change my voice to, like, like when I sing. Like, I always make my <laughs> voice. Louis Armstrong? No, no. <laughs> I, I think, I think, too. I think it might be because. I see them blue. Um, have you guys, you. either one of you guys gone to a massive? No, because you guys don't like a massive. It's oh, called yeah. a massive. <laughs> as, a in, <laughs> as in, there's, like, at least, if, at least, 15,000 people at your party. Oh, I've been to- I, don't, I don't like music festivals. <laughs> no, okay, that's fine. Not my thing. That's fine. Um, I'm just saying, um, so I've gotten that feeling that you're talking about by being in the crowd at EDC because you're sitting there. I was high on acid. And- <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it. Fine. I was high on acid. But there's 110,000 people around yeah. me and we're all fucking vibing. Like, we're all, like, there's not one fucking dude in the crowd that's like, what's up, bro? I'm about to box you right now. No. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, orgasm. And it's amazing. Get yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Dude, it really that's the only um, defense that I have in that whole entire category of EDM. EDM is not great at all. I don't get the satisfaction or feeling or anything like that from Push electronic me, music and I then really just don't. touch me <laughs> i can get like the stuff that i get from chance and all these other people and i'm sure that you get from your blue it's not there but the vibe that it provides and oh, yeah. the people that you good. mesh I with is was, a really great feeling friends is, i, I don't think that that's w- the music <laughs> I feel that that's when, true. I've gotten it from multiple festivals, whether it be EDM, whether it be country, whether it be rock or rap. It's just it's a group. It depends on the crowd. It's, it's a crowd I of people it, I, all seeing the the same thing. It's all enjoying. You're not the getting same that. Event. You're not getting that at an NWA concert, bro. You're, well, you're not There's getting no that. fucking way. You're not getting that. You're not getting that on. <laughs> well, there are no NWA <laughs> concerts, so you're not getting that on individual level because I'll. I'll say the same thing. Yes, the group feeling. It's supposed because to be fun, when, fucking yeah, music. When I was with it you, it doesn't have anything to say. So everyone's just like, "Oh, we're gonna have a silly time." Everyone's in a silly time mood. So yeah, you're gonna have fucking vibes. So what, yeah, with you, <laughs> man, those are real. Oh, did you do some crystal healing too <laughs> while you were at? Some crystal meth healing, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> douche, <man>. No, for <laughs> instance, God. when I was with you in Portland, and you would take me to uh, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Shout out, Kellen Cooper. So I was having a blast. <laughs> With you, that sounds okay. like a news reporter. Well, it's not. It's not a news reporter. He's a <laughs> DJ reporter. I love him. I was having. We a now blast. go live to Kellen Cooper with the weather. I was having a blast with you, and that was my getaway from my job. It's like okay, now I'm enjoying myself with my fucking roommate because we were roommates at the time. I was sleeping on the couch, 
And it's like, we going out, we're having a blast. We're going to have a good time. Snore a little coke. Um, <laughs> then go see this band, The Drugs The Government. I was all about it. EDM's great, man. You got to bust out line. <laughs> you know, he's fucking drunk and high the entire time. Everything's great when you're on coke, yeah. So I think all those people are just So there you go. But the individual <laughs> feeling, I just, I don't, I just, I don't get that feeling. The feeling that we talked about. You get with Chance. I get with fucking Devil Makes Three. It's not all bluegrass. It's certain bands that just give it's me that certain fucking bands, exactly, feeling. Because yeah. you can a like, day to remember can give it to can, me too. But I love it. Do me like, too. We'll a day to remember. <laughs> you know, a day to remember. We'll do that. <laughs> Even, I still get that with Metallica. I'll be sitting here fucking this vacuuming. This turned into a music fucking yeah, podcast. <laughs> we haven't done fucking this. We haven't hard. got to do this. Dude, I'll be, bla- I'll be hey, sitting man, I don't here. even like music. I'll be bullshit. <laughs> I'll be vacuuming and I'll put on, I have an, I have on my Spotify. It's vacuum playlist. I, yeah. You know, on, <laughs> on my Spotify, I have an, I have a playlist called Another Day, Another Time. It's a bluegrass playlist. I have 70, 70 followers, I think, from Spotify, which is, I didn't know people could follow your playlist. Which is sweet, but I have my own individual thing of the podcast. I have my own individual. Uh, I have my own thing that's called old school, and I have Bad Company, Metallica, Beatles, Journey. Uh, Pink I don't Floyd. think. I don't think. Uh, I think Beatles putting Beatles with Metallica. Mm, that's gonna fuck I'm me up. Old, uh, Personally, old like I'm just saying, in that playlist, I'm gonna be mad that the Beatles. Are in. You never heard about the Beatles hardcore album that they did, like the, the, metal, <laughs> the heavy metal, heavy Beatles. You ever heard that? <laughs> did you no. hear about the Black album? What Black album? Metallica. Where each, oh, like each one of them did a solo album and then they combined it all. Yeah, well, they, they, have, like they have the white album. They have the black. Wait, no, the that's white, I think the white I think, album. The black album is Metallica. It's something like uh, where like John went and he did well, songs well, and then Paul or White something. album is I'm not sure. Did they do a black album? I know White album is is Beatles. They have an album called the White album. I'm there not, was an album where like two the, or three of them split up maybe, and then they came like I, they, it was uh, a bigger, bigger. I'm a, not good enough no, no, with the Beatles. A, a bigger Beatles fan would yeah. tell you. Yeah, I'm. I'm an. There's I'm an somebody average. listening going, "You fucking exactly, moron. exactly." Me, I'm a bigger Metallica fan. I'll tell you this. There's, there's, yeah, there's the, the Black album with Metallica. But, I'll, okay, I'll, wait, hold I'll on. Play, no, listen, we first. need to come back to Kanye. Okay, wait, for whom the bell tolls, I will play that over and over, and I'll be vacuuming to it. And I'll be getting in my head. The bell I'm is tolling for you right now. I'm playing the guitar in my head. Really? I'm getting it. Man, to I'm fucking not... for whom the bell tolls. Dude, no. Like, what? even when I'm rapping or whatever with chants or whatever, and I'm like, just, I'm saying the lyrics or whatever, and I'm getting into it, I'm still never on stage and, like, actually, oh, like, I'm, fully I'm performing, connected. but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't, like, transform myself oh, into I'm, that In person. my head, when it comes to music, whenever I'm listening to music, that's, I transform myself, I want, like, I want that feeling of hmm. being on stage. Yeah, whenever, that. whenever I listen to Frank Sinatra, I imagine myself fucking Angie okay. Dickinson. That's, so. that's a great point because whenever <laughs> I listen to Frank, I am Frank Belch. Oh, I want to be a road. Just giving it. Like, <laughs> just giving it. You know? just, I, and, and he was your size. He was your size. I always see my, whenever it's bluegrass, maybe that's Took why like, look at, so look much. At, your eyebrows are better and he still <laughs> killed it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like bluegrass so much. It's because the raspy voice, the voices that sound like they've been dragged through the mud and the muck. I, I don't have a singer's voice, okay? I can't sing. But when I play these bluegrass songs that have these raspy voices and I have this like weird kind of raspy voice a little bit, I can make, I can transform my voice. I can mimic. 
So that's what it is. I can't really like, hit notes and shit. What's funny is I can play guitar like a motherfucker outside of the podcast. I'm not sitting there fucking. You know, I I'm a finger picker, but I can. Um, I'm tone deaf, but I can play. <laughs> There's a joke there. Finger picker, get on your game. No, I'm Where t- you at? You what's, guns, what's funny bro. is I'm tone deaf. <laughs> I am tone deaf, yeah, but I cannot. To your mom's face. <laughs> See, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm tone tone deaf, so I can't hear like the. I can hear the voices range, but I can't hear my. I can't do it myself. You're my tone voice, deaf. My voice won't won't hit the ranges. Then you're I don't gonna get hate it. chance. There's no point. No, 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 no. I like it. I've already listened. I, I like can't about music anymore. <laughs> what do you know about music? Yeah. <laughs> your, your opinion is no, no. Oh. Okay, it's different. What you think of tone deaf, I can hear them hitting the notes, okay? I can hear what they do, but me, my, uh, myself, when I'm myself singing. Myself and I. <laughs> when I'm. I, That's what you're going to say, right? I can't hit the notes. No, I were... can't hit the notes myself. I don't know how to transition my voice into hitting any fucking tone. Oh, yourself. Of... Okay. Yeah, so but I'm you tone... can hear them. I'm individually tone deaf in a sense. I can hear what they transition their voice, but me I think I'm I think I'm doing well when I sing when I sing, it's the voice I hear in my head. But when I actually listen, it's like, man, that is bad. <laughs> I so, didn't know the definition of tone deaf. I figured that it well, meant that you couldn't hear. You can, you can hear people the transition tones, their voice. Not seeing you the don't, tones. It's like you. No, it's not really seeing. Um, I would have to look at the the definition, but I'm trying to explain what you what I get out of it. Okay. It's like I'm focused I can on hear, the definition. I can okay. hear the. I mean, if I was if I was completely tone deaf, I, I heard everything in one tone. I wouldn't be able to play music. Oh. oh. But, but I'm sorry, no, wait, something down. just popped yeah. in my head. I gotta say it now. Okay. Uh, the guy that won uh, Dancing House. Dancing with the Stars? It's the other one. Dance with Dragons? It wasn't that. It was, <laughs> no, it was Dancing with the Stars? Was blind. Oh, no, no, sorry. Death. Death. Sorry. The guy who won Dancing with the Stars, literally, you have to hear the music and get rhythm and dance to it, was well, death. Hold up, hold up. He was deaf, wait, bro. Hold on. <laughs> It's all vibration, my friend. Hold on. Nope, nope. Here's the thing. Two things. First off, it's choreographed. So he practiced movement That's over true. and over again for months. That's so true. he didn't really need to hear the music. Secondly, he had you got one of Are you guys really trying discredit? What the guy you? that I'm not even done yet. You just second. said you just said repetition will make you learn anything. You just said that. Second. Second. I said Secondly, I understand your point. I Secondly... When you have one of those hot-ass dancer chicks, I've seen them, okay? When Floyd Mayweather was on the show, I watched. <laughs> <laughs> when you got one of the, ooh, it's a lot easier to dance when you got one of those things to work mm. with. And thirdly, I got a bonus for you. He was deaf. Sympathy vote. Yeah. That's kind of true. Actually, that's everyone right. said... No, no, no. That, that's, that's what I was going to get to at the very end was... Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. No. sorry. I, it was just a random fucking thought. I apologize. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, um, so you watch Dancing with the Stars on a regular basis? No, I only know because of Paige Van Zandt. Paige Van Zandt is a UFC fighter. Paige Van Zandt participated in Dancing with the Stars this year and was destroying everybody until the finals where she had to meet up with what? A deaf guy, and that's what I was going to say, is exactly what Adney already pointed out, was that the sympathy vote went to the deaf guy, deaf, deaf guy because he's deaf. I got something great for you. you know, if I asked you, what are the greatest piano players, musical influences in the world, would you really name me a couple? I don't think I can nope. name you one. Was Beethoven or any of them? They're not considered piano. Oh, They're like buddy, orchestras buddy, buddy. and like all that, right? He, yeah, he orchestrated music, but he was also, he played piano. Beethoven was deaf. No. 
Beethoven was death after the fact that he learned how to play, but still. But he already learned how to play, death, but he heard tones. But no, he could feel I the feel vibration like it, in his fingers. And it, okay, was the, the keys vibrated in the piano. He was able to feel, and he knew, like, to, to get that. Like, you could say, like, I could say all day, I can go but he already and knew, still play guitar. He already heard it. Though. Okay, listen, but was that guy deaf? Like, step? Step is a little bit different, but I'm saying... There's things that you could do amazingly. Look at Stevie Wonder. He didn't Wonder. take ballroom dancing before Dancing with the Stars, okay? I'm pretty <laughs> fucking sure. There you go. Same thing with, like, for me, I like to watch my guitar yeah, as right. I play. Beethoven is getting smashed at when he when he's on Dancing with the... I wait. I can't <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> Because my brain is Name of the episode. Beethoven <laughs> is getting smashed on Dancing with the Stars. I'm just saying. Like, if, if you could bring back a bunch Beethoven of historic. cannot dance with the stars. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you are a fucking lunatic. <laughs> okay, shock. With Chris Smith, we should just go right into yeah, it. Yeah, right listen, Kanye, we're already there. Kanye, Kanye went crazy on Ellen. Oh yeah, we. That's all I want to say. Kanye. No way. Quote him. Well, you got some. What okay. do you? Come on. He's, okay, you got some. Give something juicy. Kanye was talking with. Oprah. We also got the train. I'm so Kanye's bad. Like, if you guys go wait, hold on. If you guys haven't, if you guys haven't watched it, go watch it. It's eight minutes of your life, and by about <laughs> four minutes of it, it no, you're, you're done. You left you're a couple done. words. Eight minutes of your life gone forever. You're never yeah, gonna get back. I mean, that's true. Okay. But what else were you gonna do? Watch a fucking cat I'm video? I'm just saying, watch cat it's videos so for three months. Oh, that stupid Chewbacca so, mom video everyone's going crazy about. There's a highlight video. That. There's a highlight. It's, funny. it's not at all. You're, you're stupid. <laughs> There's a highlight video of the Kanye stuff, and it just it doesn't. <laughs> the highlight is amazing. But it doesn't that's do it enough justice. My favorite part. I, because I it's so it. much worse in eight minutes compared to an. A minute and a half. I posted like, the Kanye highlights, and when I showed it to Dakota, she goes, "Oh, that's all taken out of context." I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my God! Okay, okay. No, she did. All right, Dak. She's that much of a dick hugger. Dude, she, she loves, loves Kanye. Kanye. She loves Kanye. Dak on the does, dick. She look, does she like the new album? Did, did it grow on her? Sure. I don't know. Did it grow on her? I don't know about the new album. I bet you She's it grew a Kanye on her. I think she fan. did. I th- like, when we were talking shit about it, I think she was defending it. Yeah, I think she was. I think you're right. She's a Kanye fan. She's, She's obviously like crazy. She loves Kanye no, and your don't, dick. Hey, don't, crazy. Don't get me wrong. If a, if a new Devil Makes Three album comes out and I love it and someone talks shit on it, I will defend it. So you, it may be... Sh- Kanye and her is Chance But that's chance not fair you. because if you chance said, you. these are the reasons why I don't like Chance, I would probably be like, oh, I get that. Unless there are reasons that I like the album. Instead like, it would have to be defend, direct yeah, yeah. fucking arguments you against get, my it's a, it's a personal feeling. Most like people, when they hate something or, or they love something, they can't really give you a bullet point like list of here this 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 and this and if you especially if, if even if you per, like inside your head you're like this actually wasn't that good but i can't admit that you're definitely not gonna be able to have those it's bullet an individual points. feeling of how it goes like talk shit about civil war let's do this i'll fucking debate you hard i got That's all bulletin points it's a power of editing. <laughs> <laughs> they were hanging out. They were playing Scrabble inside the ship because they knew Focus that on the wrong part of the story, bud. <laughs> Focus on the wrong part. That's not the part. The friendship part is the part, okay? He just skips it. Great friendship. <laughs> actually, I wanted to talk something you're about Cap. You're blinded by later. these other people, but you're not focused on the friendship that Cap has. Okay, wait. Well, you didn't even say what you wanted to say about Kanye. Kanye is insane. Move on. That's it? <laughs>
Look up the video. No, look, look up, up the video. video. All I want to say is, sorry. email us about the video. Chris, so you don't have certain quotes that Chris, you want to okay, fucking no, make I fun say, of okay. for? Quotes. Okay, this is what I'm Come on. Like, I was sitting there with Obama. Obama and fucking Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and they're talking about the environment and stuff. And I brought up clothing. You know, I brought up clothing, and they uh-huh. like they. Didn't, it wasn't as big of an important uh, an important point, but I want I want to open the doors for the clothing to where it's like he he's the black Trump to me like I swear <laughs> oh, he's black Trump. You just put a hole in my so world. That was why <laughs> <hard. laughs> trying to get me. I already seen it. Pay for it. Pay for it. So anyways, I went back in no, my chair just now. Oh, this was a video podcast. I, I would have killed yeah. it. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, what the fuck just happened? There's holes the all over all the yeah. walls in the front room. And, and this guy was trying all to do it. Pay for all of it. Yeah. Your fault. <laughs> but, yes, the whole... The, no, okay, wait, hold on. I, I had to ask a question. There's, is one, it, there's one more, hold on. Listen. Is it just the Kardashians? Just, like, look at Lamar Odom. Look at Kris Jenner. Look at everybody. Chris, Chris Jenner. <laughs> well, now you're going to have a tent. Wait, is that the new form he's going to say? <laughs> he's a Pokemon. <laughs> he's kind of he's fucking nine He's evolving in what is he gonna turn to do next, homeboy? Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. He wields a fucking no, 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 podcast. Chris, Chris Jenner is a Pokemon. <laughs> what? What's happening? That doesn't make. Everyone's like, who the fuck is that? Christian Jenner is gonna wield a fucking. Is gonna wield Mjolnir. 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 It's hard to say. Mjolnir. Meow meow. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Cat Dennis Mjolnir. can never pronounce it either. It's in the movie. Oh, you're, you're Chris, fucking me up. Chris Jenner is gonna wield the fucking hammer of Thor. Okay, that's what I feel like. That's what, what Chris, what Caitlyn Jenner's gonna turn into next. She's, she's Cal- gonna, Caitlin, Caitlyn, get Caitlin. it right. I mean, it's only said every fucking day. Listen, Chris, hold on. Don't yell at me because she's not- a hero. She's a hero. Okay, <laughs> she's brave. He's brave. It's brave. Whatever. But it's I brave. feel like now it's gonna turn into. Uh, it's, it's gonna them, go from they. Sorry, Caitlyn. To Chris, and it's gonna be a wield of the hammer. The hammer is gonna turn her, and then she's gonna go back to being an Olympian. I swear. You mean, well, will he go back to a he, or will she still be a oh, she? Oh, go back to a Chris. Okay. And but he's gonna become. You know, the dick's not cut Chris? off yet. No, Chris is could be a male or a female thing. That's true. The girl that so I it's short, it's it's short for Christopher and Christina. So hybrid. Yeah, maybe so hybrid. So Kit. So oh, like a real one. Caitlyn, hold on, wait. No, Caitlyn Jenner Hydra, no, might be a Pokemon. Of the Hydra? What? Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> might be a Pokemon. Is that what we're gonna name it? Caitlyn Jenner is a Pokemon. <laughs> no, I think. Yeah. What? So does a hybrid have Don't to have? The name no, 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 question. Does a hybrid have to have both parts? Technically, yeah. it has yeah. to have both. It has to have you both. Have to have gas a pussy, and electric, my a boy. pussy and a dick. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's not. Tr- it's not born. It's a you're not born a trans. Hermaphrodite. You're not born a hermaphrodite anymore. You're born a fucking. It's a hybrid. You're born a hybrid. Born a hybrid. You're born a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> I whisper. I'm going to turn the mic up so loud when you whispering that. Dude, I'm turning into like 15. I want to hear you whisper. Look at his face. I want to listen. Born a hybrid. I want to hear you whisper. Born I'm just saying you'd be able to fuck yourself. Not, would you? No, if your your boner goes up, your vagina that is below. That would have made things so much Your simpler. vagina is below. It's kind of hard to bend your boner. Hmm. You could do it with like a chubby. 
The privates are both a boy. Yeah, but who wants to get off with the chubby? <gasps> can you what impregnate yourself? What if you did yourself? it with like a dildo? Oh my god, can boom! you? Can you impregnate yourself? There we go. Now we're going. Now we're going. I'm pretty sure this could be Google's. Can a hybrid impregnate herself? Can a hermaphrodite impregnate herself? <laughs> but no. What? That's such a good. No, because you can't get off. Yeah, wait, well, hold on, wait. If you're born, I don't have enough knowledge. knowledge. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough knowledge. None of us do. We're all ignorant to everything. Is there listen, all, wait, listen. It's if not you can possible. ejaculate, if you can ejaculate, wait, wait, does a, does a hybrid, or do they have, like, okay, they have ejaculate, okay? But do they have uh, the fucking eggs? Do they have eggs? That's what I was yeah. That's the question. Or maybe the have, opposite way. Maybe both they're sexual, yeah, both sexual organs of. Because if you do, <clears throat> you come inside a jar and impregnate yourself. Would I'm it be my, retarded? I'm my own father and mother. Because you know it's inbreeding. Because that's yeah, inbreeding. And like your genetics is just the same. It's just a fucking carbon copy. So it wouldn't, like, <laughs> there's no diversity cool. in the gene pool. So you would think it would come out sickly. Yeah. What? This is great. Wait, how many tries before you actually have the baby? Like, I want to know, like, oh, how many it, times you have to like die? try to shoot in yourself? Well, no, because you'd die? have to get hard, and like, you'd have to almost have the dildo no, in there no, at the you same can, time. No, 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 because you, you would have to have no, a C-section. You can do artificial insemination. You can't. You wouldn't be able to give oh, vaginal birth. That's okay. what I mean. You, you would have artificial to insemination. Do. But how? Why many, would you have to get a seat? Wait, hold on. Why would you? Because there's not enough room. Oh, it probably like push because your vagina basically rips apart when it's. You know, but you rip, rip your cock. dick. Listen, yeah. the vagina is fine. The women balls feel just, less your pain. Your balls just split open. Feel bro. less pain. You don't want to rip the dick because that hurts. Us. I don't even think the dick would rip. I think their balls are ripping, bro. Both yeah, your balls right. are dropping. That's fine. <laughs> but but was, would there, how many miscarriages would yeah. there be for a retarded <laughs> child before their actual baby gets being born? And how does that mentally affect the baby when you tell him who who's my daddy? I, I mean, am. in today's day and society, I am. How do you like? That'd be okay. That'd be completely acceptable in today's day. We have binary people. You have to call them them, this, X, Y. That's... You have people having babies right now, and then on their birth certificate, it's not male or female. It's non-binary, which means they I'm non-gender that. specific. No, they try, but the hospital's like, well, we're not dumb. It has a dick or it has eggs. It's one or the other. Isn't it chromosomes? I'm not great it's with chromosomes. Yeah. It's chromosomes, yes. But it's I'm pretty sure it's chromosomes, yeah. and... Yeah, females. Uh, right. females I don't understand females this There was this. Oh man. Okay, you guys need to listen to your mom's house because they talk about this, and I, I'm just, I'm, I don't. I feel I, like I you're can't. talking shit to us when you say you need to listen to your mom's house. No, I'm, I'm like, not. You listen to your mom's Who's house. Mom? Who the fuck's no. mom? <laughs> just because of this. Just because of this one thing. Because I haven't heard anything about it outside of that vein. Outside of that vein of my knowledge, like you guys haven't heard it, everybody that I try to talk to about it hasn't heard about it. So apparently it's not a thing, but I feel like it's not a thing yet. I feel like eventually it's gonna be a thing just like transgender. I mean, I guess that's not a thing. I guess like so what I'm trying to like see, and you get into this whole entire like internal argument, like, am I being judgmental? No. If you try to sit there and say that you don't claim to a gender, you're fucking retarded. You're fucking retarded. How can this be a thing? How can this be a thing that is now going around and there's groups that are saying and then they post videos about them being hate-speeched on and trying to claim amendments and and going to court cases saying, well, well, they judged me based upon the fact that they thought I was a male or a female and based upon me... 
representing myself as somebody who isn't gender specific, I feel that they're not equally representing my rights and I'm being discriminated on. This I, is the I argument hate, that is being presented I hate right the now. the idea of like how how is that how just does, how does law go that far? Yeah, boom. How does this go that far? <laughs> doesn't mixed prisons. Make, wait, what? <laughs> mixed prisons. <laughs> mixed prisons. All the genders in one prison. <laughs> solved. Problem solved. Yeah. Problem not solved because rape, Adney. That's, that was yeah. the joke. <laughs> yeah, my I, I, I wanted to solve. I wanted to actually solve the fucking the bathroom debacle. Oh, like, yeah. I had an issue with the bathroom debacle. And I have two words for you, okay? Colossomy bag. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Listen, you fucking animal. Hold on. Here's the thing is, like, perverts were going into bathrooms. Like, if, like, if, don't, this doesn't make any fun. People are getting, people, the reason people are so upset is because a guy could pretend and just dress up like a woman and then make spy on my kids. It's make like, rape. well, don't let strangers go in the bathroom stall with your kid. Like, <laughs> if, if perverts were going to do that, they're doing that now. They're not all of a sudden just now going to become perverts. The argument if you're a dad is, aren't you the pervert who goes in there and you're the dad and you have all the moms around you and you have the no, moms dads and the usually, little daughters? If dads usually bring their daughters into the bathroom to make sure, like, moms bring their boys into the female bathroom, their little boys, to make sure that they're okay. I've seen it a million times. Um, you, and you get yeah, guys, because you're in a million bring, girls' bathrooms. No. It's, this is how you it see goes. them walk in, like, and you and the and the fathers, the fathers bring. Damn. The fathers bring the daughters. Was a good joke, dude. Yeah. Ah, You're fun. in there for protection, but back at you. Just because this is being brought to the light now doesn't mean the people, if they're perverts, they've been doing perverts way private. That's perverts. the thing is, like they already have a way private. of doing it. It's not like us all now being aware of it. Like it's gonna stop. Like they're they're just gonna get better at doing it. There you go. It's it's they they've the been perverts doing it. are gonna get better they, at doing, doing pervert shit. That's why they're fucking perverts. There's a reason why they're fucking perverts. So now and now we're oh sorry go ahead. Oh, sorry, and that's the thing right. is I'm like no, no 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 you're good. That's I apologize. So now what you're getting is an easier way for perverts to get into the bathroom and watch your child, and yet the mom will sit there and be like transgender rights and blah blah blah, and then a dude with a beard walks in, says I don't identify with men, I'm a woman, and walks into the fucking bathroom. That's the argument right there. That's, that is not that's acceptable. That's, 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 obvious, people, that's an obvious, blatant like fucking sign. bullshit. Oh, the thing is like, wait, 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 wait. So wait hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What you're saying is, is that if there's a transgender man Here's and he has like, a beard, how, how are they gonna, then he's automatically watch. a pedophile. Are they gonna go? That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> oh, are you <laughs> gonna say that? Because I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, wait, <laughs> if they identify with a woman, they wouldn't grow out their beard because that's, un that's unidentifiable. And I think that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. That's not man. identifying with, so there you go. That's, the, if, if some like, asshole in a trench coat just puts on a wig and tries to walk in, like, it's kind of... Listen, not, I'm just saying there's a case right now. The movie Psycho, there's a okay? case right now. The thing, they're acting like... The, the way they tell the story is, like, basically, there's no stalls with... And the, everyone's just completely naked on all their toilets, and, like, there's got to be guys people Which walk at the bus stop with there cameras is. and at just At the bus watch. stop there is. But you're not riding the bus... <laughs> you're not riding the bus as a child. In the bus stop, in the bus, like the bus Some station Some children here, do. I mean, in the Chicago. bus station here, listen, there are the bathroom stalls, all the bathroom stalls, 
there's no doors on him. But also, the, the, the walls to the bathroom are this tall. So everyone sees each other. They're literally this tall. Ew, You're what? shitting. It's like this. Hey, what's up? How's it going, bro? You got any toilet paper? Like, <laughs> oh that's how it is in the bathroom. How but, was it, though, for people who can't see you? How crazy is that to me? For people who can't cartoon. see you and you just did the whole cartoon, that's fucked up. So Stevie just sat by, like, like a... So I sat next to Abby. Like two feet. Yeah, like, same, a, like a same stool. Height. Not like, even like, a chair. Like a like Imagine a like a, your regular bathroom has all those stalls, but they cut the fucking walls in half and got rid of the doors. Gross. Yeah, that's what... And every in here in Reno... So all it takes is a slick lean. And okay, <laughs> oh, since we're on this vein right now, have you ever seen a pedophile in action? Here's the thing, though. I haven't. Here's the thing, though. Transgender men and women have been using the bathroom of the gender they identify with this whole fucking time. And it hasn't been a problem. And all of a sudden, it's this huge thing. Yep. Like, hey, I'm with you. All like, um, all the men who who are going through transition and becoming women, they've been using women fucking bathrooms and there hasn't been like a huge uproar. But it's the, the same the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Women and have like, been using no, the male bathrooms. You can't, it's like, and why is this all of a sudden now this huge fucking thing? Because they're trying to make it more acceptable because before it was people that were genuinely transitioning and people that actually felt that they were a man trapped in a woman's body. But now we are in this PC culture so much that now people are just going on the train and being like, yeah, let's, let's fucking try do this. it. And it's just opening bathroom. the door for fucking perverts. No, wait. It goes right back to your point. You're 100% right, Adney. They have already fucking been doing it. There's no reason to fucking raise an awareness. This is something no reason that doesn't awareness. need to be brought to the light. Brought, brought to, the to light. light. It doesn't need to be brought to light because it's already. It just feels like, it really feels like another arguing point. It's the, it's the um, I'm going to make up this fucking straw man problem. So that I can be on this side and they can be on that other side. And now we have a way to have our people, the people of the fucking country, argue about it and pick sides. Are we being are we being not sensitive enough? Are we being assholes right now with this topic? Like yeah, that's I think I always... you are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My point was I don't fucking see like the like, why is this a big fucking deal? Like like I said, they've been doing like fucking men who like they who go, people are going through transition are been using the bathroom that they identify with for like fucking ever. Like, no, it's a big issue now. I don't, I don't. It, it's why are we? This is the real question. Why are we reaching for issues that aren't there? That's what I feel like the real problems that rather it be even transgender. I understand like. But like you said, like they've already been doing it. If if they know that they're gonna like, I just don't see why we need to bring light to certain topics. And I feel that the topics that don't get brought up. As long as like, we're arguing about bathrooms, we're not arguing about the important shit. Yeah, just put down the fucking bathroom filter. We're not talking about like how really how our food supply is fucking oh, poison. He's gonna hate me for about saying it. Are we really gonna spill. go down the Adam path right now and talk about? No, like, I'm not no, talking no. about Kim Trail. Oh, he's gonna hate me. No, for I'm not talking that. about he's lizard gonna, people. I, I, don't, I don't even want to say Adam. I want to say like the. Uh, that that person who's Boy, always questioning shit about, everything. We're not going down the rabbit like, No, we're not going down the rabbit trail. Wait, hold on. Isn't there I'm talking about shit that's visible that people are already arguing about. Arguing about foreign policy, about government spending, about Panama papers. spending. Panama Papers. Shit example. like that. Like shit that's out Important there that and people were about. talking about it, but like, oh, well, let's talk about something that's Hmm. Doesn't really affect Relevant. the power. Else. Doesn't affect the people in power. It just affects the po- have the populace argue amongst themselves, but we can keep doing our thing. 
But I mean, that's that's what that's, it feels like. That's the consensus of his argument, even though it might be poor examples. It, that's the consensus of it's what he's really the main saying. Right? Or them, them whenever saying, somebody like, has a trail on them of like of something that affects the world, let's throw it to the wayside by saying, "Oh, well, what about Athens? What about this?" People, it, it almost seems huh, relax, like, guy. Look over there. Yeah, yeah. It's what it seems like exactly. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm looking for treasure. It's, <laughs> no, it's, we're it's saying the same exactly idea. What Adam That's why I said says. I want to solve bash him. it. So we're saying exactly what he is no, saying. Essentially, he's, he's reaching for things. Adam, that Adam, I get like I, I, you're right, Chris, because Adam does bring up, rightly so. He's like, well, a lot of the time they try to distract us. Which a lot does of, bring up a so lot of the time. It's, uh, well, this is a very important thing, but like maybe only Vice is talking about it, <laughs> and nobody else is. Everyone else is talking about how crazy Donald Trump is. It's like, what about this other, like this other really important thing that's going on, exactly. like the fucking poison water in so many fucking states right now. No one's really talking about yeah, that. They rather talk about Flint, Flint, yeah, Flint, Flint, Michigan. They'd rather talk about go. fucking bathrooms, and it's like that's a real thing. Yeah, why the well, fuck? Where Adam loses us is when he goes too far down the rabbit hole. It's like, dude, you had us. We were agreeing, yeah. and we then you went crazy by saying <laughs> we're just trying to hide the lizard people. Stop Italians exist! Stop watching V, dude. Stop watching V. (laughs) We're on your trail. We're going with what is accurate, just like you said. And I hate, I hate, I I hate putting a name on it. But he's, it's such a thing now. But he's our friend, and we love him. We talk about him all the time. I love you, Adam. I really do. I don't want to. Yeah, so do I. I Fucking, dude, I cannot wait for him to be back. And it's just funny because he's so excited. I can't wait to have him on the podcast. What I think is really telling is that all these episodes we've done, and we've mentioned Adam in all, most of them, and the only criticism we've had of him is this. Like, this is the <laughs> only bad thing we're able to say. I think that says a lot about how much we love him. It's like, there's one thing, and that's it. Like, <laughs> and, we, and, we, and, we, and we don't, to his behind his back, we do it to his face. We're like, yeah. hey, he listen. listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know he listens. Yeah. <laughs> you're going too far. And no, dude, we talked to him. With the stories like, that we've day. told, <laughs> we tear Adam, it up in the group okay, chat. All 23 countries, Latvia, are you listening up? <laughs> like, Malaysia, okay? It's listen Latvia, up, bro. Listen up. All these countries that know us, you know Adam Lee. That's that's our best friend as a collective group. That's that he's our favorite person. It, it wouldn't be we wouldn't know Chris. This wouldn't be a thing I if it wasn't for him. Adam Lee. Yeah, so Adam I, Lee. I love him more than anybody. I wouldn't be here in Reno. So once right, so he comes back, on. he's moving back. He's gonna be the first guest on as soon as he moves back. We're gonna have a blast. Yeah. But yes, like we said, going down the rabbit hole. It's like, dude, you had us. You had us by the coattail, and then you fucking let us go. And he's talking about Kendra. <laughs> we know <laughs> clouds. We know clouds didn't exist. Okay, let's let's get off Adam. Let's get off Adam, and we'll go back to. But like I said. Two words, colostomy bags. So what I believe we should do, get rid of bathrooms altogether. Get rid of bathrooms altogether, Chris, okay? Bathrooms are gone. Everyone that gets a social security card gets a colostomy bag, okay? This way, whatever you identify with, nobody knows and no one gives a fuck. What's a colostomy bag for people who don't know? It's what you piss and shit into. It's basically a fanny pack that holds a bladder. So it's it's um um when you go into the doctor and they put the thing in your catheter in your catheter. penis. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. So what's the difference? Why do they, they call they that a put, catheter? No, they, they can put what's it, the difference? The catheter goes straight to your pee hole. They can put the colostomy bag straight into your bladder through your stomach. Oh, what? So, they so stitch, then they don't they have to stick anything in my dick. But they cut oh, you open. That's no problem. Put it okay, in there, bro. Wait, wait, I'm already gonna get some cyber optics for my eyes, dude. As soon <laughs> wait, as wait, you come to face like Kato, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm gonna do both hey, of them too. Because like, like, I'm gonna be X-raying everybody. Like, I'm gonna get flesh vision. That's what it's gonna be called. Flesh vision, and I'm just gonna be seeing tits. I'm not gonna ever have to have sex with another fucking woman because everything is gonna constantly. 
Literally, that me off. No, I'm just like gonna look around. Like I'm gonna be just sitting in my room, and I'm gonna just look through a wall, and there's gonna be people banging. And it's fucking sweet. Like, what's the point? Like, I'm literally not gonna leave my house. That's how awesome the world's gonna get. We're about five years away from that. Okay, and we're screwed. Whole sex body. We are screwed. Talks about it. Whole sex body. We need to not do that. We cannot do that. Let's go into that topic. Like I you know said, this is all unorthodox and all that. Like you said, we're We screwed. cannot go no, down. Listen, the colostomy about it, okay? You're born, yeah, you get future, a social security did that whole, like, PSA about it. Like, if you're busy making out with your Monroe bot, you're not procreating and the species is going to die. We're t- all our accomplishments, whether it be science, fucking, um, like, any kind of science. Technology! Or all of it was all just done to impress the opposite sex. And without it's that need... No oh. one's wanted. No one wants to advance. Everyone's gonna I'm be just gonna keep fucking making out with robots. my robot. Minimum I'm robot. so happy that I live right thoughts. now and not like Rick and years Morty. Rick and Morty. Do the this same is exactly thing. why no one should be reproducing right now. Like you're not even. We don't even have to get. So to we that need virtual. That's people stop. No, we get. No, we don't want to get. I don't want to get to that point. But no, once it gets to that point, it's over. Like we can still. We can still. We can still ratify are wrongs right now. Once we get to that point where everyone's just in their fucking house for 16 hours out of the day. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think it'll it's I don't think it'll be natural selection because if like if it's available to everyone the way regular porn is, mm. then all the idiots are going to be like, "Why like I'm not going to fuck I'm not going to have a kid with that piece of shit. Those I'm having all the good sex with regular things, so I don't really need to fuck him." And then like the girls are like, oh, well, this guy's actually really smart and successful, so he's worth actually fucking. He's actually attractive, and I can now have the choice. I don't, like, so instead of just fuck the virtual reality, here's a real, actual, great choice. Natural selection. So and I, I feel like that vein, I feel There's like, still going to be dumb so babies. Actually, virtual reality should happen, too. That's my argument. Why not? Because okay, it's going to save. I am down. Why not? Because That's it's going to save us. Argument. Because it's going to whittle calling. us down, okay? <laughs> it's going to whittle down the population because only the fucking best of the best will be fucking each other because it's worth reproducing with this person. Exactly. All yeah, the that's nerds, just... everything like that, people are making rape. So I think it'll make it'll, rape. It'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll whittle down serial killers because they'll be able to do all this horrific shit oh, that they online. fantasize about. And then they'll have to go to jail and Exactly. I think it'll whittle down serial killers because they'll be able to do this all this horrific shit. Like if you gave if you gave people sociopaths a fucking way of doing what they want to do, fantasizing about their victims, which foreshadows my uh, book talk, my book suggestion. If of you gave, <laughs> if you <laughs> if you gave these people <laughs> a way of acting out their fantasies in a, a horrific way, but without harming another individual. Boom, you just saw the fucking crisis of serial killers. We don't need police anymore. We don't need bathrooms anymore. We are fixing society, guys. If if everybody would just listen to this podcast, if all the Apple fucking geniuses... We fixed all the world's problems today. If Apple geniuses would just listen to the podcast, we would explain to them, create more virtual reality so serial killers would go away, okay? And create more of, you know... Not not even explain it, just... (laughs) It'll, it'll solve all the problems. Okay. Oh, how? You DBYs us. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Save the fucking society. I rape review. Rape review. In a yeah, yeah, three yeah. years ago. Rape and review. <laughs> rape and review. That's what you need to do virtual reality. Whatever, you didn't even get you my DBYs. You rape the virtual reality. You guys suck so DBYs? I like that joke, Chris. It was funny. I didn't even laugh. Hello. Sometimes I need you to acknowledge me. So you you don't get it. <laughs> Sometimes I need you to acknowledge me. Every woman in the world right there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's fucking.
retarded. Speaking of women who really want to acknowledge it through the internet, bitch got a train ran on or something. What happened? Dude, dude, can you yeah, can you actually fucking believe that shit? Like, what happened? Like Annie said, internet. There's there's, there's been internet issues. Um, actually, I was sitting editing the fucking podcast actually, and I got a fucking text from a Joel Larosa, and the text message said, "Hey, check out this chick that gets trained by 25 people, a high school chick in Fort Myers." Um. So, yeah, Florida, Fort Myers High School. Basically, it's a 15-year-old girl. They get to train man on her by 25 guys. How do you I, know she's 15? Okay, that's, well, that's, she is 15. I, I, did, I did some research. Okay, hold on. Keep going. What happens? What I got sent to me was 25 guys. Describe Fox, the video. Fuck this. Describe okay. what you 25 saw 25 black individuals, sexy black big dick individuals, banged out this little fat white girl. In a bathroom okay, First stall. of all, she wasn't fat. I didn't see much thick, of her being fat. Thick. I saw a big old booty. And if that's the definition of thick, then okay. Because curvy. it wasn't like this bitch I was, she like was curvy. Beyond, she was past curvy. It wasn't like this bitch had a tumbling tummy. Because you never saw it. The angles of every fucking video that I saw, I didn't see her tummy. Did you guys get a different every video? video? How many fucking videos did you watch? I saw dude? one. Mind your own business, Addy. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many videos I jacked. I'm just saying, do. like, I didn't get from the video that I saw, and I watched it multiple times. <laughs> Thought about jacking off to it. Thought about it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it because I'm a man and I'm not afraid to jack off to molest. Hey, children, that's child pornography. Uh, first of all, dare you that? that no, you yes, yes, it yes, it is. Jacked off. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Not jack off. First of all. But, God, you thought about Jack Chris, Ross and Chad for Have a seat. Take a seat. You're telling Have me. Have a seat over there. Yeah. Hold, on. Hold on. Your sources are saying she's 15 and they're 20. Really? No, 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 no. no. They're, they're high school students, all of them. It's 15 and 14 and 15. They're all children. Okay, well, first of all, I didn't know off whoa, to whoa, it. Whoa. Well, what's fucked up is... I was just we, saying... No, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. You guys just said that Listen, she's fat. We no, can you all get the wrong impression wait, already. Wait, on, stop, she, this bitch was not a Even big the old bitch. It doesn't matter because the fact that the video got leaked, the fact okay, that... Okay, anyways, watched yeah, video, you're right. No, listen. The fact that if... if Listen, if there's any listeners out there that have watched this video, you are all pedophiles. Like, we can all be issued for what? fucking... Listen, you we can be issued can be. as sex offenders because we... Everyone watched, not me, um, watched this video. Uh, which, just because I watched it? Yes. Dude, just get to the fucking thing, man. I'm telling you right now, you guys are That's sex offenders. I don't, don't, I don't feel comfortable. I, know I don't feel comfortable being on this podcast with you two. It was like I didn't, in my, it was I didn't watch it, not me. Dude, it was literally in I my Twitter feed. black dude with curly like, dreads. You know, <laughs> banging out the chicken in the back. You just stole in and you just stole in. Wearing a hat in the back <laughs> I'm just Jake saying. Brown eyes, beautiful brown eyes. It's just one of those videos that you're just scrolling, scrolling, and then you're like, Yeah, oh, that's what they always say, Chris. Chris. <laughs> those beautiful Whatever videos. you saw it too. So obviously oh, you yeah, could have really just ended yeah. up in your van. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's randomly on my phone. Uh, it's fucking we're, we're getting so much trouble. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter is a sex offender. Twitter! <laughs> Twitter's a second. I'm just saying that's where it was hosted when I watched it. Yeah. It was literally on Twitter. It wasn't Same Instagram. It, it wasn't fucking Facebook. It wasn't Instagram. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't stream <laughs> share. No, it was fucking 
Twitter. That's right. It wasn't Twitter. It wasn't Instagram. It wasn't Twitter. It wasn't Instagram, okay? It was fucking Twitter. No, it was Twitter. My bad. It was Twitter. Whatever. Name them. Snapchat. It was Twitter. There's a million of them. Fucking LinkedIn. Fucking I heart it. It was on a heart. Tumblr. Tumblr had this bitch. Tumblr straight had this bitch getting fucked by 25 AOL AOL chat. Fucking Hotmail had this bitch <laughs> fucking around. Oh my face was spacing her vagina. Listen, okay. Chat roulette. <laughs> so, this girl, this video got out of this fucking chick that we didn't, we never watched it because we're adults. <laughs> allegedly. We don't watch it. We're allegedly adults. No, we don't watch it like that because we're not bad people. This girl got fucked. Yeah. How much people Wait, I just want to say the song that I heard Ugh. that was in the video. The song that was allegedly in the video. But the we, song was ridiculous. We didn't watch the video. We heard the song oh was in the God. video. And it was all about friends, like being friends. And like, it was almost like, we're best friends. Like, it was it was a super happy song. Okay. Which it I'm was assuming. It ain't, no, what it should have been was, it ain't fun unless the homies can't have that. Seriously. Is that Snoop Dogg? That's, yeah. That should have been. It's not even funny because that's, it's literally, like, like. They should have, they should Like, it that. is funny, but it, like, it wasn't, like, it was. Yeah. Because that's the song you should have been. it's pretty gross. Like, you're, you're right, it. you're right. That's, but, okay, so. It fits it too good to be funny. My argument, <laughs> okay, now, now. So this girl. Sad. Too, yeah. Exactly. So this girl got. This girl is also a great job. This 15-year-old girl got a train runner in the bathroom is what we're now what I wanted to bring up before I give the full disclosure of what actually happened I wanted to bring up the idea of like how far the the younger generations have gone we know the Flynn effect we've discussed this the idea of the generations being more intelligent because of the fact that they are more privy to information so what's Which the opposite one what's the opposite well, no. one what do you there's got to be an opposite one there's not an opposite what like there's no there's not an opposite law there's an opposite point of view where every generation thinks they're smarter than the one coming up so <laughs> that's going to be your like just counterpoint. like, every, just like, like no, everything no. has an opposite reaction right that's the no like cuz like cuz like, people like what they see is when they cuz they see the next generation they see the next generation as kids as teenagers and they can't separate that from them as their age then, like they're, you know, in their 30s or their 40s, they're all, well, I'm way smarter than this kid. This next generation is doomed. Completely forgetting all the stupid shit they did when they were teenagers. teenagers yep. The Flynn effect. It's like, it's not something that's up for debate. It's like, it's been proven that through study, every, every fucking year, like, oh, almost every year, the IQ test have to get harder to make up for increased intelligence with every group of fucking kids that's born. They get smarter. That's, it's indisputable. It's just, that's just how it happens. But people love to deny it and say, oh no, that's bullshit. These kids are so dumb. Like, have you seen the internet? All these ridiculous videos it's like well internet videos are highlights that's what they are you're taking the most outrageous the most eye-popping that's the most important part they're the most eye-popping videos and images that are just being recorded in today and since kids nowadays they record every fucking thing the dumbest thing is going to get spread around the fastest i mean what's what's more fun to watch a fucking car wreck or safe driving you know there could be like a million people that are safe driving right now but that's not fun to watch those are people that are smart and they're driving smart but no one's gonna watch that you watch the one idiot who's texting while driving and eating while driving and fucking switching lanes like a maniac and they crash like oh see Fucking generations retarded. It's like, like, really, dude? 
It's the same thing with history. You were, if, if, you, if everything you ever did was fucking recorded, your generation had even more dumb shit, okay? Also, like, this is the same generation who's probably racist. Like, throw that out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your generation is the most racist, okay? Um, but it's the same thing with fucking history. In history class, the shit that sticks to your brain more is just, that's more violent. It's the shit that, that causes you more pain. It's the shit that you think about more, like... Oh, the trail of tears. When it gets, when the trail of tears actually gets touched on, when it's shit that actually makes you think and shit that actually like causes you like horrific. Um, when your when your imagination, when when your brain goes to this idea of holy shit, like that is fucking horrific. It sticks to you more. You remember it more. You remember the horrific fucking times way more than the good times. Same thing goes with food. When you're thinking about food, when you go to a bad restaurant, you talk about it more. Hey, don't go there. It's bad. It gets talked about ten times more than fucking See, good yeah. restaurants, and that's how it goes. People want to talk uh, about it. So I can, I can, I can, I can argue your debate just about the food places because I have been in situations. Bad metaphor. What you trying to say? No, I've been in situations where people have been getting. Um, I'm not going to say the best, but I'm also going to say it wasn't nearly the worst, and they were treating it as if they were being treated as the bottom of the barrel, the worst of the worst. And they give it a one star or whatever. Not on even Yelp. Yeah, that's when what I mean. When it really should have been like a three star. And people pay attention to the one star review because it's the most eye catching. It's the most, the ne- most negative things catch your eye. There's an entire television show called America's Funniest Home Video. It's been on since what? The early 80s? And it's been popular ever since. It's been showing stupid people doing stupid things from several fucking generations. It's just that more, there's more access to more videos now so people are assuming the generations are getting worse. It's like, no, there's always going to be fucking morons, dude. Dude, there you go with the, the generation food. is getting so much better that they're literally... I'm sorry, I have to go off on this tangent because we're talking about generations and everything right now. That we're getting so much better that you're going to be having 12 to 15-year-olds taking acid and mushrooms. And not like... I was that age taking acid and mushrooms. But they're going to be like the leaders of the world it's gonna be by more this common. time. Oh, okay. By yeah, this more, more time. Like it's Which, like, that's what I want to talk about. It's more common, yes. Because even me right I now... I think we are going to enter an age... I think, I think the golden age is more plausible than idiocracy. I really do. And but, That's what I was saying before on this podcast. And you said no to me. You're right. You're right. I did. You're right. I Chris did. is gone because he took a lot of shrooms this week. <laughs> the virtual reality <laughs> fucking topic got him. We got him. No, but... Uh, <laughs> just like you fucking said... Okay. It's not it's the, the idea of idiocracy. Yeah. It's it this conversation. The idea that things become more common. When it becomes more common, it's not as bad. The same thing... I wanted to bring up this. Making out with a girl in, say, 7th grade, 8th grade. That, to me, huge thing. So this girl, this fucking child, basically... She's being sold into sex She's un- She was taken and forced into fucking men for money. Imagine being 13. Like, that's your most impressionable years. You're being sold in this fucking world. Two years of being fucked almost each and every day. The by 30 world. to 40 dudes. Listen, that's what this fucking thing said. But the, her mom didn't even want to, like, put her face on film because she was so scared to explain what happened to her daughter. Her daughter. Imagine being fucked that much during the day. Then when you go to high school, you're trying to find someone, trying to... 
You're not being fucked 30 or You're being raped 30 to 40 times okay. a day. This is a lot more fucking damaging. This isn't someone who chose to be to, a I fucking prostitute. This is, is someone who was My forced bad. into this by as a fucking as you said there as you a go. kid. This is sort of like this is something that you need to spend probably the rest of your life seeking therapy in order to be able to deal with this on a daily fucking basis. Well, and now she's being shoved into a fucking high school where there's like all these pressures, all this chaotic shit. She doesn't remember what she's in the middle of high school. Teenagers. Like, there's this craziness and there's all this pressure and all these like emotions she's going through. All these. I didn't realize she was being raped. Well, she was sex trafficking. Sex dude. trafficking is all rape. She didn't leave home with these dreams about being a fucking fucking prostitute and that's not what she wanted she ran away was taken oh we did the pause and I forgot about that whole entire I will edit this part out (laughs) yeah I will edit this part out so she yeah she was sold she was fucking taken she was sold into this fucking world where she's getting fucking raped 30 to 40 times a day then she goes back to a normal high school it's like you're being shoved back into normal society she spent her formative years in this horrible situation she doesn't she doesn't know how to function in this sort of uh, like environment. She doesn't know how to function in regular high school. Like, th- I, there's like we can't for, we can't say what she went through, what led to this we can't event. Judge her we either. have no idea how this came about. But that's what's so horrible is that none of this is talked about. This video is being shared like crazy. We're here making jokes. Like, Which oh I my apologize because I didn't even let you guys know about the fucking forefront of what happened prior. I feel like you did on purpose. Yeah, you're just, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here making fucking jugs, making myself because we've seen this asshole. kind of thing. We're like, we've seen girls who haven't had that kind of thing happen. Well, I also want to bring up the internet so thing because of the fact that okay, okay wait, how is this still thing? Okay, hold on. We're, are we all not under at least the same principle that that's a thing? That's a thing, right? That what, what exactly that happens? Is a thing. Girls get fucked on film, shit like that, or what do you mean? Trafficking. That's a thing. Yeah. How? It just happens normally. Like, people get kidnapped and sold into this. I honestly don't even understand how there's a fucking Russian, we, we Russian mafia within the United States. No, it's no, not Russian. No, it's not you Russian. You made that leap because no, you're no, watching too many okay, Liam Neeson so, movies. Listen, okay, no, okay, wait, 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 because there's people it's out there normal like people. It could be your neighbor. It could be anybody. It's anybody in any country is into this, okay? Okay, which just leads to my argument about the whole entire NSA having surveillance over us and being able to do this and they employ all of these people who literally come out and say they don't do anything and there's all these sexual predators well, see, and there's the NSA all... hold on with the NSA the thing is you it's you have to pinpoint a person before you can actually investigate them but they, they don't just to... randomly jump to a person they listen to words they get flagged yes but if they, it's just like the mafia okay when they go out and they use pay phones all the things these people aren't letting themselves be known. So, the NSA, they don't listen to everybody at one time. If someone says, hey, this person is someone to look at, then they'll look into them. But the NSA doesn't necessarily sneak into everybody's phone. If you have an iPhone, they have your shit. But it's that simple. Okay. It's that simple. If you have an i, if you have a smartphone, I understand if you that. have any sort of that type of technology, they have your data. I understand that. But the Patriot Act only covers acts of terrorism. And that's what they're focusing on. They're not focusing on they're this kind of shit. They're not focused on the nor- little normal... Which you could argue is domestic terrorism, and they should be that's monitoring That's a joke, this. right? What do you mean? That's real. Listen, they're not focusing on any... No, wait, hold on, hold on. You guys are literally trying to sit here and preach me a government testament that they're going to say... 
that they're not going to preach on you because you guys don't do anything wrong. Because no, we signed a contract. That's exactly what it made it no. sound like. Listen, what we're saying is, Chris, that they're looking for specific acts of terrorism when it's something. And when they're. What I'm saying is terrorism are so dimly defined, then a simple act of terrorism could be you searching literally. An act of terrorism on Google. Well, okay, what Steve's trying to say is that out of laziness, they're not searching every single person's everything they say. They're waiting for certain keywords. Then they're searching. What I was trying to say is that their focus should be, and it could be, on all these things, but they're not putting enough focus into things like sex trafficking. They're putting more of their focus. I'm not saying they lack the ability. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they focus more on this certain aspect, the fucking uh, bombing okay. aspect, it's instead more, of oh, who's a threat to the government, not who's a threat to, to the, the fucking, individual person to in America. So okay. they don't give a fuck about the threat. That's a great. They don't give a fuck about the threat on children. They don't give a fuck about the threat on children. They give a fuck. Okay. Of, okay. It's it's they're looking for the bigger picture. They're not looking for the individual fucking effect. They're looking for what's gonna be aggressive towards America. Who's the person trying to cause the next 9-11? They're not looking for the individual that's fucking selling okay. women into sex trafficking. But that's what Edward Snowden said. He's basically saying if they need to, because of your micro-information that is being recorded on your phone at all times, if they needed to, they can tap into that past information. There's just too many terabytes of information to look about at you, a lot. But they don't give and a fuck about you, you as an individual. They give a fuck about the whole picture. What's going to affect the masses, not what's going to affect the individual home exactly. in these individual cities of these individual states. They don't give a fuck about you. They give You're a right. fuck about them, themselves. What we're talking about is the idea of sex trafficking. So what, like, us trying to stop something that's this horrific, that is, that adds to the mental abuse of children. Okay. How can we stop this? I'm not... Which, which, NSA, which we discussed, the NSA being able to infiltrate everybody's phones and, and be able to know these things about individuals. If, if they will, if they were able to infiltrate every single person that, every single person that breaks the laws, majority of us would be in jail, which are already, I mean, I break the law. I text shit that I shouldn't be texting. Well, first I of all, there's things, a difference between infiltrate and execute. What right? do you mean? Like executing something? Yeah. Like going for something? Well, no, like just going, like there, there needs to be a certain... They can infiltrate your phone, but they can't execute an act based off it. There necessarily. Needs to be, you yeah, need, because I've texted Adney like, no, terrorism, fucking like bombs and shit. Like, I've I mean, said that, words that's a great, as a that's, joke. I mean, that's a great... As a joke. I mean, that's a great joke, but it, I mean, it holds residence right now because you could say, uh, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, but there's 50,000 people that are doing that right now, so... How do they know which ones to really focus on? And like, that's how do what I mean. That's why it is not focused on the problem at hand, at home, with the sex trafficking, which the pimping, with all these fucking That's what I was getting shit. to with the laziness. Yeah, like, there's so many go. terabytes of information. They're only going to be like, okay, what's the most absolutely necessary thing? need okay, to specify This is my on. argument. No, hold it's on. It's Cartman because being in right. the no, fucking wait, NSA. Wait. <laughs> We're going to get there. We're going to get there. This is the real question. How do we guard ourselves against drone strikes? Well, okay, so what do we gotta do? We what do we gotta do? Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm a man. I can do 
do anything, listen, bro. Listen, get I, the I fuck out of here. Don't. I could be a woman and I would say don't the be, same fucking thing. Here's the thing: is you don't be in a super public place where they don't uh, target you. Okay. <laughs> no, agree. No, no. Agree. Chris, we're gonna move to the woods. Don't be. We're gonna get a cabin. Okay, now we're just like, going. Just like now Wolverine. We're going. Just like Wolverine in the Wolverine movie. Okay, okay so now we're like gonna be joking. Don't, Chris. Don't. Be in a fucking environment where you're a terrorist. Is all I got. Don't be in an environment where you're like, I'm a terrorist. That's the only thing. I'm going to Alaska and I'm going to fucking trap fire. Question. Rapid fire. Let's go. <laughs> Don't be. I'm ready. <laughs> Don't be mistaken for a terrorist, Chris. Next question. Shave the beard, dude. Shave the beard, bro. <laughs> Oh man! That's all I gotta say. Don't grow your beard like okay, a terrorist. Are you ready? Are you ready? Cause you need you. We're always ready. You ready. Shut up, Stevie. I don't know what <laughs> the hiccups. If a woman gets raped, then feeds her rapist his own dick. Does she go to jail? No. If he isn't convicted. <laughs> Okay, if he gets off scot free with raping her, I think he deserves to eat his own dick. Yes, but, but wait, wait, but that's where the turnaround comes in. But that's where the turnaround comes Wait, 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 was it? Look, is look. it a rapist? Is it a real rapist? Or is the girl just saying that, like the black guy that got convicted? Ooh. Real rapist. Oh, real rapist. Oh, he deserves to get his dick eaten. By himself and by, I think a grizzly bear or a horse. Needs to okay, come out of the this going to lead into my next question. Listen, hold on. He needs to get fucking. He needs. How to does get, how the rapist? Get how does no, the how rapist how get handled? That was by a horse stick, bam, or by a grizzly bear. <laughs> Damn. That's bro. how we deal with it now. We've we've come God, so no. far. Don't in rape society. <laughs> Don't rape. Don't rape. It's that fucking simple. How hard is that? We just off cured rapism. If you're thinking about raping, jerk off. See how you feel after that. If you still want to rape, you deserve to die. Listen, but okay, it's okay. I what though? By, By a horse stick or a grizzly bear, we just said it. Your okay. choice. You get that one choice. That's what you get. That's you the get the law. one choice. The law is Death by horse stick A or B. Okay. We as a podcast have fucking solved the rapist issue. You race. Okay. You get a horse stick or a grizzly bear, bruh. That's all you get. What's up? But if the woman. Falsely accuses a man of rape, and it's proven. She gets horse stick or grizzly bear. Boom! You get fucking two choices: falsely accused or seriously accused. Horse stick. But it has or to be a hundred percent because the the problem with that is women are already afraid of like calling out like I was raped like I and calling attention to it and going after the person who did it a lot of women haven't reported it so many more rapes don't go and report it and having a consequence of if it's proved false will force more women to be scared to fucking come out and say they were yeah, raped because if, if they if the guy gets convicted then it's double grizzly bear and double horse stick for no. you if you that's come not out, possible. That's not Mr. Hand could have took another dick. I well, guess what? Well, women like, have if Mr. Hand took this another is... dick. He literally would have fell down. And lo- well, luckily for women, they have multiple orifices, Chris, so they can get double horse dick or double grizzly. Anybody can get double grizzly bear. I can get double grizzly bear right now. A family of grizzly bears can eat me. Okay, a flock of grizzly bears <laughs> will fuck me up. A study was conducted and. A woman went around asking complete strangers if they'd want to go to bed with her that night. 75% of the men said yes. They switched the genders, 
and a hundred percent of the women said no. There were seventy nine cases out of a hundred. So, when us as men say you ladies can get some at any time, yet the ladies want to say we're full of shit, are actually just whores. Oh, what's it's women, like women can get we, it at I, any I basically, time. I basically proved we've this fucking argument this. before. Move on. We've already discussed this. Okay. Women, women, the, okay this is when so remember, remember the segment. So remember much, the segment. Okay, listen, it's so much easier for women to get it than it is for men to get it because of the fact that women are trying to look through evolution. They're trying to look for a reproduction. Men are the fucking lions of the sea. Right, Nanny? The sea? We didn't <laughs> do this one? No, you fucking lost me. I know. It's basic evolution. It's women were built to pick out the best partner. Men were meant to try and be that best partner. They're like they've evolutionary built over hundred thousands of years to pick out which one. So they have choices. Men are like, just please, someone pick me. Just please, someone pick me. So it's evolved to this point to where a girl can go up to any guy and be like, hey, I'm gonna fuck you and fuck that guy. And the guy is the one who has to impress a girl and wine her and dine her and charm her and find a way to get into the sack. Why it's hard. It's plain. It's plain and simple. Next fucking thing. It's done. There's no. I don't got Are nothing to say after that. Come with me, take me by the hand, gonna open the doors and walk right into the library. Library, Christmas. Oh, <laughs> come with me, take me by the hand, gonna open the doors and walk right into the library. To library. Christmas. So, just to let everybody know, Twitter name, Twitter handle, Christmas, four S's. You named, you put Christmas? That's fucking great. <laughs> okay, um, this week, we're kind of in the vein of this weird, like, we're talking about, like, bad mental fucking shit that's been happening to people, whatever. I, it's sort of in the same vein, whatever, about the chick being fucking sold into sex trafficking and just... Hey, you met, totally being... changed that, like, that was no, so listen. funny for me for, like, the first hour, and then Stevie just, like, dropped bombs on me, Basically, and okay, everything my book's in... became... I think that's indicative of the way social media and all news is running. It's like, look at this sensational thing. We're gonna leave out the important, tragic fucking part of it, to where you should be feeling sorry for this poor girl, what she went through. Instead, everyone's pointing at her and fucking judging her like we were before we knew the information. And we didn't get the fucking... We should have gotten this information with the fucking video, and yet no sharing that part because you can't laugh at that part which is fucked up you can't be judgmental about that part you can't be feel like you're better than somebody off that part which I should have told you guys prior because I made you guys look bad I didn't mean that I was like hey I got a big reveal but the big reveal I didn't mean it to be like hey you guys are making fun of this but guess what because I was making fun of her too I'm like what a slut I was so ready to talk about attention seeking horrors on social media I was so ready for it so that's even my fault because I was I wanted to be like you fucking what a little dirty fuck is up fucking 25 you know 25 dudes everything like that but for her to have a mental issue because she's been through this ah it's fucked up so on the fucking on the vein of (laughs) mental issues So on the vein of mental issues, the book I'm gonna suggest this week is called *The Stranger Beside Me*, and it's by Anne Rule. Now, I didn't, I never, I, I, I like the idea of, I'm, 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 in, I'm fascinated by any type of serial killer or any type of macabre. Obviously, through what people have listened to, I love imaginative storytelling. So I love all this crazy shit that's like. And he's saying, well, she was raped and she was, you know, upset about her blowjob skills. 
which is yeah, ridiculous. I'm I just I'm infatuated by anything that somebody can imagine that I could never imagine. I'm like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. So the book I'm gonna suggest this week is called The Stranger Beside Me, and it's by Anne Rule. Now, what's poop in her asshole? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's where poop is. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna before poop I tell you in the asshole as she was flaunting you, it like my booty's great. Boom! You don't even. That's wait. your episode for next week. That's what we're. Chris, I didn't even tell you what. Poop this, in the asshole. I didn't even tell you what, what this book fuck? was about, right? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Chris, what wait. the f- fuck is going on right now? <laughs> I'm talking shit. Are you hodoring right now, or is this? Oh no, I'm. I'm, I'm working the right side I'm of your brain. I'm trying to cough off. Wait, how about told but you? I don't know how to say. Chekhovs. No, cockoffs. <laughs> Cock-off's gone. <laughs> when a cock is set up and you describe a cock, that cock needs to come by the end it of your story. It better pay off. Your cock better pay off. Cock oh my God. God. What do <laughs> do? What? What? Every sex, every sex story is a cock-off gun. It if needs to have a cock-off gun. It's got to your dick is the one. And that counts for vaginas too. Off. If there's a vagina in the story, that vagina also needs to come. That can also count as cock-off's gun. Oh my fucking science. We just created a new thing. <laughs> Cockoff's gun. Um, Thank you. Chris. This is why you listen, folks. <laughs> I'm glad we reminded you before we signed off. Let me read you the description of the book, the premise, okay? It says, Not long ago, true crime writer Anne Rule recalls lying on an operation table. The anesthesiast leaned over before putting her to sleep. Anne, the anesthesiast said softly, Tell me what was, tell me what was Ted Bundy like? Despite meeting Florida's electric chair in 1989, the subject of Rule's best-selling book continues to haunt her. Rule and Bundy were friends. They met in 1971 at a Seattle crisis clinic where they shared the late shift answering a suicide hotline. Their subsequent conversations, meetings, and letters span the rest of Bundy's life as he involved as he evolved into one of the century's most notorious serial killers. Holy fuck, dude. It's been 20 years since Rule first penned this chilling account, but the story and her 2000, uh, and her 2000, the year 2000 update will still have readers reaching for their Xanax. So this lady, Ann Rule, basically she met Ted Bundy at a at suicide work. clinic. Yeah, they were they worked together on Fucking like coworkers. at a campus. One of your coworkers. That's what it says the stranger beside me. It's like an Adney. It's like me meeting an Adney and then having Adney be a serial killer. Wow. So which so I just finished this book, okay? Just a few people I work with I could I, I, <laughs> I imagine would do it. What's so weird about this book, okay? Anne Rule she gives her account. What she was, she was like she was 15 or 20 years older than Bundy. She was a police officer in the 1950s. For a female, that's very difficult, okay? She was a badass fucking police officer. Retired. She went to a true crime novelist. Now, in the 70s, she had met Ted Bundy at the Suicide Hotline. Um, now, there was things that he did prior. She was a true crime novelist before she, she started writing, yeah. And Ted, Ted Bundy was actually... she. The best part is she tells her account of this guy that was super sweet to her. He was... The opposite of a sociopath. He was like, let me walk you to your car because there could be bad people out there. Like, he was Yes, yes. That's like when somebody steals money from your house and then helps you look for it. Yeah. Now, this, she, 
Met Ted Bundy through the suicide hotline. Think about this. Ted Bundy would help people. They would call in because they had a suicide issue. And he would help people not commit suicide. Now, Ann Rule, the reason she became a suicide hotline expert was because of the fact that her brother committed suicide. She couldn't help him. So her turnaround was, I'm going to help those I can help. So she started working for the suicide hotline. Ted Bundy, that's how, he, that's how she met him. Now... Throughout her whole fucking life, okay, she she knew him ten years before I believe ten years before he uh, she realized it was him. So she stopped being a police officer. She started working for the suicide hotline. Okay, then these fucking kidnappings, these missing people's reports started coming out, and these fucking murders started coming out. Okay, she started doing the research on this, and she got hired on to write the novel for this serial killer before she knew Ted Bundy was the serial killer. She got hired on as the fucking true crime novelist. She was finding this rapist. Then Ted Bundy, like a fucking idiot, he thinks he's untouchable. The guy was actually a genius. He doesn't follow your sing- your singular mold of what a serial killer is. There's like there's like specific things like somebody who wets the bed, uh, someone who has mother issues. Like there's there's a couple things that you can like pinpoint on why this person does this. They torture so you're, animals. So you telling me they that there's animals. certain points that they can pinpoint with? They can they can no they don't need to like pinpoint to where they can say you did this because there are there are those that are the exception of the world to where they can follow into this mold but they they are not they don't. Hurt people they're not sociopaths but i'm saying like, but when you look like at serial killers that we found a lot of them have certain like, traits yeah and these traits are they have bedwetting issues they have mother issues and they torture torture animals prior that's why you get this with halloween with a lot of these movies you get these people that have that's how you always make that joke, yes, make that joke. Yes, oh so they torture right. cats you know your kid's gonna be serial killer right yeah so there you go so now ted he was a he had mother issues, but that's it. He was actually a fucking genius. The guy, he was his own defense attorney in his court case. Very strange. Yeah, for a client. Uh, there you go, and that's how they say that you know a serial killer as well. They want that attention. So after being hired to write the book, this true crime novel about this serial killer in Seattle. This guy was kidnapping girls at night. It was always the same girl. Their hair was parted in the middle. It was very long, brown hair. Did it, it matter? Was, they they weighed one the oh. They would a hundred no, white girl, white girl. No, I'm like. What do you mean color? Bra- uh, brown to blonde. Hair. It was mostly brown, and then sometimes it was blonde occasionally. But it was always they were so always between five foot. It was always between five foot and five foot four, and they weighed between one hundred and one hundred twenty pounds. Very small. Very easy to get into the car. Now, Ted Bundy was a very handsome guy. He looked like Ryan Gosling. Now, imagine Ryan Gosling pulling up in a car next to you. Or, I'm done. You know, he always had bracelets. Listen, how we got the first goals, he had his arm in a sling. Not only the fucking arm in a sling, but he would also... He would always have crutches with him as well. Now, imagine if you... It's a good-looking guy. You have an arm in a sling and you're dropping imagine books Imagine Big Daddy Goss. Yeah, imagine Big Daddy Gaz having an arm in a sling and he has books in his arm and he drops them in front of a beautiful girl and he's like, "Can you help me? Like, can you help me pick up these books and take them to my vehicle?" Me, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, Big Daddy Gaz, would you carry down there? How big's that D? You know what I'm saying?" That's my answer. Now imagine a beautiful woman who was actually attracted to Dick more than I am. Now that woman is all about it. Okay, he was a '70s Gaz. He was a '70s Daddy's Gaz, and. Now, of course, shit like that's going to happen. Now, what's funny is he played the victim the entire time. He was like, I didn't do this. But every place that he would go to, 
he, their, the killings would happen. Not only that, but he escaped prison twice. They called him the Houdini what? in prison. Yeah. He's the original Pablo. <laughs> now, okay, yeah. he escaped. So he was his own defense attorney. So the best part about this is he would get in good with the guards, the guards that were fucking guarding him. And he, in the vehicle with them when they would transfer from place to another, he would get in so good with them they'd be friends that he would make quick movements, quick movements, quick movements. Because they wouldn't react. He would. He basically led them on to believe that any quick movement he made was not a problem. So he mentally fucking. He realized. Yeah. He trained them not to see the quick movements as a threat. Exactly. He did the same thing in prison. Now, he basically. Wait, no. Like, do you understand how much blasphemy you're fucking spitting right now, man? What do you mean blasphemy? You're literally trying to say that he trained people. Yes. He would manipulate, manipulates the word. He'd manipulate those around him who were supposed to guard him because he was such a smooth... Th- Imagine Big Daddy God's trying to talk to you. You're not going to feel like you're a criminal. You're like, damn, Big Daddy God's has... That's been- not true. That's not true. That's not true. For me personally... Not for you personally. I for you. But you're an that individual. motherfucking you're El Gato, like... But you're an individual, okay? You can't speak for everybody else. He would train those around him, guarding him. They would like him. He was a smooth talker. He was a fucking salesman. Yes, you. You know who he is now. But imagine if you, Adney was committed, uh, uh, convicted of committing crimes. Adney was not that stupid. No, listen. It would never happen. Okay, listen. There you can't go. Even acknowledge there you go. Exactly. No. Exactly. Someone who's because not of his mold. Adney. No, listen. Because of his mold, you looked at him the same way. All these people defended him to the day he died because it's like not my Ted, not my Adney. This person would never do those sort of things. This person isn't that criminal. So you had this guy that didn't fit the mold that you assumed this. Well, not not my Ted. Okay, this guy would never do that. Now imagine. Adney was convicted of these crimes, or supposedly convicted. He's going to prison for these crimes. He's going to court cases for these crimes. But you know him on a personal level. You know Adney. You've been friends with Adney. Adney showed nothing but care and compassion towards you. You would say that no fucking way you have wrongly convicted my friend. Now, that is a Ted Bundy. He was so fucking intelligent. He was able to manipulate these people around him that those around him assumed and they held till their grave that Ted was not the fucking Ted did not commit these fucking crimes. That's what makes him this fucking type of criminal the most rare case in civil or in uh serial killer history. He's such a rare case because it's like wow, how did this person and even the judge the judge, his last words after convicting him to or after sending him to the death chair. Okay, so literally he's literally on his death chair. No, listen. literally, he he defended himself in court. He was his own lawyer, okay? Because he was okay, own but he knew he so was going no. He was his own defense lawyer. We, he had public defense as well. But as he failed, as the, they committed him guilty, the judge that sent him to the electric chair in court, in court before, because it was he got convicted like ten years before he got the death sentence, okay? But he so he got the death sentence, but it didn't get carried out. So ten years later, or something like that. Now the judge looked at him in Florida and he said, take care of yourself, son. And Ted Bundy said, I thank you. And he goes, no, I'm serious. Take care of yourself, son. You're a very intelligent man. What If you didn't go this route, you could have been a great defense lawyer. And I would have loved to watch you practice law. But you went a different route with it. So I say, 
take care of yourself, son. Basically, Ted Bundy was so I smart. I think that judge also is a murderer. <laughs> but no, what he was saying was my takeaway. <laughs> like the the I'm with Adney. <laughs> Fuck that judge. I am, I'm, 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 I'm obviously. <laughs> I am obviously fucking. I'm not giving the exact words, but the way that he did it, it made you feel bad for him. It's like, man, not not for Ted, but. The judge understood, like, if you didn't go this way, you could have used your brain for something else. He used this intelligent. Son. He used this intelligent fucking brain that he that he had, this great gift that he had, highly intelligent, very manipulating. He actually was able to rub. He worked for the Republican Party, Ted Bundy, before he was a murderer. He rubbed elbows with the governor. This of guy, course he was! He used it for evil. Of course he was! But I'm saying... This motherfucker this guy, trying to listen, sit here being like, freedom! This what guy, are you talking about? I'm saying, listen, this guy, if he would have used his brain and his actions in a different way, he could have been known to the world, someone that... that added greatness not someone who caused atrocity intelligence is not a privilege it's a gift a gift to be used for the betterment of mankind there you go spider-man 2 <laughs> this book was great i loved it and the fact that there was a personal connection with the writer the fact that the serial killer convinced her to continue writing true crime novels Dude, that's what's so baffling about and that's what's so memorable about this book it's like wow this girl was convinced by the serial killer her friend and she followed him till his death with the whole, with everything. Like, man, so good. So, again, the book is The Stranger Beside Me, and it is by Ann Rule. I couldn't do it. I Ann, couldn't do it. No, not at all. Imagine, like, dude, imagine. Stranger. Um, and I that's going to end the alcohol cast. And uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe, rate, and review yeah, us. Yeah, don't forget to rape and review us. <laughs> <Jesus fucking God. laughs> I'm sorry, we ended on a bad Yeah, note. man. <laughs> You Jeez, had this. Man. You knew you were gonna bring like, up a girl that down like was kidnapped that, and put in a I sex trafficking, and yet you had rape and reviewed you. I bring it down, huh? I don't bring it down. You set us up for failure. Oh, okay, I can be. I can start off funny, huh? But okay, I can't. Well, okay, rape. okay, you're right. But from here on out, if you're in. Then you from here on out, you can't. No more sex trafficking. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm not sex trafficking. <laughs> I'm not the guy who's sex trafficking. No more setting up a thing and then revealing it. Listen, okay, shut up. As sex trafficking. Rate, rape, review. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> yes. Hey, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, okay? That's all we ask. We want you to do that, um, please, because uh, we need to get more listeners to the podcast. That's all we ask. Um, you can find me on Instagram at The Last Bibliophile and you can find me on uh, Facebook at Stevie August Borghese and you can find us all on the Instagram at uh, The Alcoholic Ass No Hype Adney where can they find you can you tell them uh, all those social media platforms as Adney Barreno yo I'm actually gonna do this <laughs> oh, wow. we're proud of you it's the Twitter handle Hardcore Christmas Chance fans. Christmas and it's spelt with four S's <laughs> and four fucking T's. Like, <laughs> like assassin. <laughs> like, it's absolutely ridiculous, but Twitter's tight, so yeah, whatever. Because S's is Mississippi. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Christmas. You know, like my natives do. Like, it's a thing, dude. It's, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and if uh, you want any advice or you want us to read your emails, um, hit us up at the uh, alcoholicast, no hyphen. Oh, there is a hyphen on the uh, Instagram page, sorry. No, it's what is it? The, the Alcoholist Podcast? On, is there a hyphen on I already it? hate you. I know. Confused Everyone all has, the listeners. 
But um, please write us, okay? And uh, email us, tell us your stories, funny stories, whatever. And uh, let us read your sex stories. Anything we have online, you can find us at the Alcoholic Cast, no hyphen. Ask for our advice about your relationships. At gmail.com. So it's the Alcoholic Cast, no hyphen, at gmail.com. Chris has a problem. We're done. End it. I'm ready to go home. Yeah, I want to go home too. <laughs>